0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Lord of the Rings in review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. As always, I'm Tim Geddes. Joined by the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. Good morning, everybody. The big dog, Kevin Coelho. Oh, oh. Man, the
1: that producer? camera looks so good, I know. It? Look at Kevin testing out yeah. new cameras
0: for us. Yeah. You'll love to see it. We got the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Andy, which way is Mordor? Left or right?
2: left okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) and once again joining us is elise willems from funhouse (laughs) Kevin, you that's elisa's now you can't have that anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um like i was saying this is lord of the rings in review we do it every friday here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games live uh every tuesday we're doing the kevin smith view askew universe in review which is going to end next week so let, next tuesday the final episode where we will do uh jay and Silent bob reboot And then next Friday, we're going to continue on Lord of the Rings. We're splitting the extended edition every episode into half of the movies, part one and part two. Um, So this is Fellowship of the Ring, part two. Next week, next Friday, we will be doing Lord of the Rings, the two towers, part one, a.k.a. one tower. So just watch one tower. Mm -hmm. um, Make sure you don't get ahead of yourself there. Um, We are very very big fans of giving you opportunities to watch this or consume this content however you want so you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com if you want to listen to it guess what you can do that too just search for kind of funny reviews on your favorite um different podcast distribution channel shout out to our patreon producers muhammad muhammad blackjack al tribesman and connor nolan if you want to be one of them or if you want to get the show ad free you can go to patreon.com slash kinda funny oh, no. um your boy Frodo? Oh,
1: no, Kono. Connor no, Kono. I, thought, I thought you just
0: shouted out yeah. Frodo. <laughs> so Frodo <So>, didn't work. <laughs> at, least,
1: at least we give all of our Patreon uh, producers nicknames. We, we give some, some of our Patreon producers our, in nicknames. In our kind of funny universe. And Connor Nolan, the best name we came up with was Kono. So that's his alias I don't
3: that, know that yeah. the other name. Well, the other name was what? Connor Dowd or something. Some weird Connor that Greg went to high school with. That was the best. <laughs> that was the most creative we could be during this historic period <laughs> in American history. <laughs> that's all we got pretty terrible yeah i want to give a a couple shout outs here before we get
0: into the plot and all the fun of lord of the rings this week um i want to give a shout out to carter harrell at know this is carter on twitter who did the music for the intro which is super awesome you might have noticed the video is the same still cameron kennedy but the music of the intro we played is different and it's super rad so shout out to carter harrell for that um another shout out once again to the master of facts himself kebabs who in the description made a massive PDF with insane amounts of trivia, way too much that we can get in the show. So if you want even more nerdy nerd stuff, get in there. Um, And then a new segment of the show that we're introducing from the Lord of Corrections, The Faz on Reddit. Um, He went in and did a kind of funny you're wrong analysis of our show last week. And normally I would be like, I don't want no part of this. Uh, (laughs) But he did – a uh, very, very, very good job actually kind of answering some questions we had. And so I was like, from now on, if you're watching this, the Faz, it is your job and your job alone <laughs> to on Reddit give me these posts. Damn. And because and, I don't, you know, I don't
4: like if you want the to, moment though, you right? open the
3: floodgates, everything oh, is going to yeah. be correct. That's not, state, how, you, that's make not how you pronounce Gandalf, it's Gandalf. <laughs> Listen, guys, as far as I'm concerned, whatever we say on this show becomes canon going forward. Okay. I've heard, if we say, heard say, that orcs, say
4: that was that If was we say option. that
3: orcs are just a love child of a goblin and Saruman, then that's that's all it is. That's what it is oh. from now on. That's in the Cimmerillion from now on. Do you understand me? We are the new Cimmerillion. <laughs> understand me? I'm going to read
0: this shit, though, guys. Okay, here we go. So, the one ring's powers. Kevin wondering about why people would want the ring. It's very nuanced and kind of vague, but its primary effect is amplifying the owner's natural gifts and abilities. If the ring bearer had innate influence on others, may it be dominating Sauron, enthralling Galadriel. Galadriel
5: glad
6: this is a correction there's gonna be a correction of the correction y'all can correct me <laughs> rousing
0: know? gandalf or inspiring aragorn this will be intensified also the more powerful the characters will the more magnified it will be but also worse effect of corruption so why does I, I'm, I'm not even going to do this glad real
2: glad you you got it It's too many syllables Just it's so like
0: Blanchie. Blanchie. uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Blanche
3: for now on. Don't no, do Blanchie, not call Kate Blanchet Blanche. I refuse. Why? to let That's you do so that. perfect because she is Kate I mean, Blanchet. She's a perfect human being. Look, and I'll kill Pucci's all. I would kill two. all three of you, but at least you, I would not kill you. But the rest we, of you guys, if I would we act for.
4: like she's our friend. She might become our friend.
3: That's what I'm saying. Don't call her Blanchy. That sounds no, that's like a lot. we'd call her. The same if on a salad.
1: Let's go. Let's go have some brunchy with Blanchy. See, we're friends already.
3: You know what you sold me. I'm in. Okay. Why would she refuse the ring
0: if it amplifies her goodwill? She would try to use the might of the ring as described to overthrow Sauron. The ring is pure evil and taints everything it touches. She may not become evil incarnate, but her fear and likely outcome is she becomes the savior and new ruler of all bow to her. will. it might be better than Sauron, but but is it really a true victory? There are also some more obvious powers such as longer lifespan and invisibility as we have seen or not seen depending on your perspective. (laughs) Um, Next up, Geography of the Shire nick joke i know nick was joking but to clear things up bag end is bilbo's house hobbiton is the town where bag end is located the shire is the wider region it's probably easier to think of it as state as its unique individual to just be a country but it would also be a small state <laughs> the shire yeah, was I, I, nailed that. I said the
3: shire is like the yeah. county and yeah like, we're like, like the town's like like the city that's like i don't know i don't know how i don't know how, how big the geographical nature of middle earth is i guess we can nick, google that but nick. if it's as big as a state I'll eat my hat.
1: <laughs> Nick, right now, right now you're fighting the Lord of Corrections. And you need to chill out.
3: I apologize. The Lord of Corrections, I bow to thee. Mm-hmm. The
0: Ringwraith Nazgul name. I know the guys were mostly joking around, but to clear up any confusion, Nazgul is their proper name in black speech, and Ringwraith is the closest translation of uh, the common tongue. Okay. That's pretty cool. Whenever, you, then, whenever
1: a movie has common tongue, like, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The Morgul Blades effect. Morgul. Morgul Blades effect. Morgul, yeah. Uh, Prevailing theory is that the Morgul blade normally poisons someone who who will succumb to it over years and simply die. But in Frodo's rare case, he's quickly becoming a wraith from the Morgul blade because a he's a Ring bearer, which has a wraith effect over long term. Anyway, and b part of the blade broke off in him, so it's a combination of both. That sucks. Yeah. Um, Then jumping through the origin of orcs here. Uh, guys are rightly confused on this as it's not made clear Tolkien couldn't make up his mind on the origin of orcs although majority of people do accept them to be the first corrupted slash tortured elves and later bred by other means as we see in the movie they say that in here yeah they talk they they do clarify that in part two of this again no clear answer on the difference of orcs and goblins but it does seem he probably meant for them to be the same thing Urukai are at times suggested to be orcs crossbred with men but this isn't defined either not great answers here sorry Tim, does, does Jay
1: Z mention orcs in his verse in Monster?
0: No, because he not. goblins. goblins, the goblins, goblins are in shout there. Out. Okay, good. yeah, yeah. Orcs what about not so or- much. Orkai? Or- uh, no. Has
6: Jay Z seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Dude, no. I
0: guarantee Jay Z has seen Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love that. Do you idea, think
4: he though. thinks They're it's better than watching. Clerks?
3: Guaranteed. Probably. Yeah. All right,
4: come on. T- Nick, you're on my Guaranteed. side. All right. Let's just keep the joke going for God's sake. I don't see
3: Jay Z. I don't see Jay-Z watching Clerks uh in all of its <laughs> choice language about people and being like, yeah, I can vote for this
0: movie. And then the final one here is uh the, the Numenorian. Tim asks who the Numenorean are, and some of the guys say they're just men. It's more than that. They're an ancient civilization of men, the most advanced and mighty of any men who ever lived. Long story short, Numenor fell, so they came to the main continent of Middle-earth and founded Gondor and Arnor. Um, they are the men of the Last Alliance who fought... who. Fought Sauron at the start of the movie. Over the years, their blood was diluted through the generations, breeding with other tribes of men to the point where they barely exist anymore. The most pure blooded left are the Rangers of the North, including Aragorn. This is why he lives longer, is more powerful than ordinary motherfuckers. i also a, that a little bit. That's so hype. So there you go. That's it.
6: Thank you. Are you, you say I've said he's also dunedain
1: Oh, dunedain. Yeah, Yeah. What
6: the hell does that mean? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get be. into
1: that later. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, guys, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, part two. What do we think? This
4: is a good movie, Woo! you know what I mean? This is a good half of a movie. Great so half high. of a
3: movie. Yeah, together, this movie really slaps, dude. And this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I think that this is a perfect, like first act to a film and especially you were talking about yesterday or last time we talked about this how it could have ended at the at the court scene there's multiple moments here that are so high that it could have ended but i love where they chose to break this up uh there's a great line at the end of this and i'm going to probably slaughter it so let me see if i can actually find it real quick but it's when Frodo's like sam calls out to him and he goes i i have to do this by myself and sam goes i know that's why i'm coming with like there's it's that it's that knowledge of like you're not no matter what the, our friendship is going to like it is is parallel to everything like i'm coming with you and that just that just like gets me right in the heart every time he does that you know and then yeah, I love the, uh... wades out into the middle of the water even though he can't swim and dies i
1: love all the uh all the added stuff here for sure like again this is my first time really watching this as uh as an adult and i just don't remember a lot of this but uh and i think we get Really awesome backstory and more dialogue between uh, Aragorn and Boromir. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I and, love that And I think that really forms out that arc a lot more completely. So then when we see the betrayal and then when we see the redemption, it all just feels better. It feels more, like, developed. And it's just – it's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Dude. And, it, and yeah, it's so cool, cool
3: too. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, Elise.
6: I was just going to say, Andy, Boromir saying what he says to Aragorn as he's dying, yeah. it gives it so much more weight. Yeah.
3: And I, I love, I love that we see because you asked the question like, okay, obviously we we know, but why can't why doesn't Cate Blanchett's uh, uh, Galadriel character take the ring? And it's because well, you see what it does to a normal human, right? Even even not even touching the thing, getting near it, it corrupts him, and we get to see that experience play out over the first movie with Boromir, who is actually a pure of heart guy, but he but getting close, he's just too weak to deal with the power of the ring, and immediately. Gets violent with Frodo when he gets the opportunity to take it. So you you see that, and then it, it, it leaves it to the imagination of what it would do in the ha- in the hands of like Elrond or one of the more powerful elves, or you know even if Gandalf had taken it, what would that look like? And then also we get that unbelievably haunting scene where she, where uh, Kate Blanchett's character looks at the ring and becomes the thing that she would become if she took it. And it's like a ghoulish ghost, like being where you're like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm pretty scared. So that makes yeah. me think don't take this ring. Your
1: voice sounds scary it's Scary, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I'm yeah, short. <laughs> something that I'm
0: really appreciating watching at this time. And even though we're watching it in two parts, I've been breaking it up even those parts into another part um, just because it is Four so parts. dense, but it works so well because these movies feel, especially the extended editions. And I don't know if the theatricals feel this way. Um, as well. But it really feels like chapters of a book and that would make sense with how faithful an adaptation this is. But i feel like there's constantly cliffhangers and constantly things happening that like there were so many moments that the movie could have ended there and i would have been like that was hype as fuck i can't wait to see what happens next but then it keeps building to then have it kind of feels like a season of a tv show where there's the episodes that have like you know around season or episode three around episode six around episode nine there's gonna be something but episode 10 is really like we're gonna fucking like end Mm -hmm. this thing and it's it's that combined with the fact that the level of quality is so consistent across every like plot point that they're hitting that i i am super super into this i think it's very cool and i cannot wait to watch the next one which i am shocked because going into this i thought the fellowship was kind of like the oh it just sets
3: things up and it's not really that cool this shit's cool as fuck
2: yeah, yeah it's
3: got a lot of great hype moments and it's got a lot of good humor in it too there's there's that moment where they come across the door to more to moria and he's like i got this and then they cut forward like three hours and he's still trying spells on it like oh god and then Nothing happened.
6: <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I, no say, I, I love that you guys are loving these movies and gaining a respect. Oh, I think you always always respected them, but you make the jokes. I will say I wish I was getting a dose of some of the, the riffing and jokes. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I did think that going into it, we were going to have a little bit more of that. And, I, and it would all be in good fun. So if you if you guys do want to, you want us
3: to amp it up a little bit. I mean, there's always the two towers, which I remember, which I distinctly remember being the most useless of all three of the of the movies. Is that, that's the one with the right. most walking, that okay? right? Well, I mean, that's I, the... they just they they, they the trees they, start walking. No, spoilers. Have oh, sorry, 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 no sorry, spoilers. Sorry,
4: sorry, uh, sorry. Okay.
1: I, w- I, I will say though that there's uh that there is still some questionable like Peter Jackson cinematography that I don't oh, really God. love. You mean, there's you there's a lot of slow like, motion. It Ridge reminds Diary, me of bad, bad old it, slow motion. but like what's crazy about it is, uh, it, it's as if uh, let's have a little sports analogy for all our sports fans out there. Okay, like in I'm a seven game in a one, seven man. game series for the games <laughs> he was just lights out from three, and the other games he's like <laughs> zero for twelve, and it's like. How can you be so fucking awesome at so much of it and then so really – Vince Gilligan is a great example where he does the same thing in Breaking Bad and even some of Better Call Saul where everything is so beautifully done and so perfect and how can a human being achieve this level of flawlessness? And then some of it is like, this is really – is these are some choices right here. You
0: get the shot of Sam reaching his hand up in the water and Frodo reaching down two inches to pull him off. <laughs> yeah. like, why would you shoot at this? Yeah, way? The, the, it the, so the, the scene
1: that I really, really dislike uh, is when they are uh, going down the river and the Uruks are, are on the hunt and they – they have like the the cutting between both of them and and it's like really goofy slo-mo all the time like I oh, like it's ah, embarrassing. I don't like that <laughs> yeah that's
0: that,
6: yeah. that like was... making these movies nearly killed him <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i that's think fair. they did <laughs> at least uh, what did I'm you sure think it. of uh, a fellowship part 2
6: oh and you know fellowship historically not in my top it's gaining respect for me especially it was always fun. top
0: 3 though yeah <laughs> oh, it was
6: always top 3 loter movies yeah. for me. Um it you can't have a more impactful moment than Gand I mean it's a technically a technically feature spoiler within this episode, but but Gandalf. Okay. You know, Gandalf's descent yeah. of the Balrog, obviously. And I still I, I attempted reading the first book years ago. And I always jokingly say to people, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan movies not the books (laughs) right you know i want to be genuine and honest i'm not going to pretend like i love the the movies and so for me the first time i saw it i was like holy shit like did not see that coming yeah Um,
1: but also the fact that he kind of he knew it's what he had to do let's let's, let's get to the plot man come
2: on yeah (laughs) that's that's the
3: question here too is like how smart is gandalf because uh because lady uh gladriel Gal- kind of hints at the fact that she's like maybe he wanted us to g- wanted you guys to go through there we don't know what That's his strange. motivations are or how far he sees we don't know why he wanted to go into that was it like his final test to become a black belt who knows i don't know either we know spoilers. he wanted
6: to go in the mines yeah i don't think he does well uh, he
3: was terrified it's it's cool because he gives the the choice up to Frodo where
4: he's like let the ring bearer decide yeah right like, but you know he's
1: hoping he says no
4: but like, yeah one hundred percent I, I, I don't know though,
3: because he knows he knows well, there's something in there and there's I think it's well
4: knows what's
6: you don't know if Gimli, he... Gimli says we could go through the mines and see my cousin and then Gandalf looks at him with like grave just seriousness and says i would not i forget the exact quote but he says you know i would not go through the mines on but yeah but, or something like
4: that but then someone is like oh well they they dug too deep down there and yeah and, found stuff, and it's like ah, oh, we can oh, get into shit. it we can get into it oh, uh, nick
1: do you want me to do the positive intro on guitar or the scary intro on guitar? oh definitely
3: scary, scary for this one we're okay. scary from here on out bro okay,
2: okay, okay okay
3: okay yeah there's no positive in this movie anymore <laughs> That's your oh, that's right. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> The Fellowship of the Ring, Part Two, Extra Long Edition. I am a servant of the Secret Fire, wielder of the flame of Anor. A dark, the dark fire will not avail you, flame of Udon. Go Udun. back to the shadow, Udon. Let me do it again. Udon, no, that's that's super, <laughs> Udon, Eagles. Go back to the shadow. You shall not pass. It's oh, night time, ladies and gentlemen. And Aragorn touches a statue of, I think, his mother? Maybe? We don't know. Someone who looks yes, like his mother? His mom, yeah. Okay, She knew Aragorn would be hunted all of his life because this boy has the power. What kind of power, Andy? The power to reforge the sword of the kings and do some cool shit with it. Andy, Hell it's yeah. like they're making you a super PC with all the random access memory you could ever want, yeah. and all you have to do is beat the Dark Lord at Apex Legends. Do you accept the challenge, Andy? Do you accept sure. the challenge? Sure, grandpa. Okay.
1: But yeah, this, that was his mom's statue because he was brought up like he grew up a lot. Uh, uh, he grew up in um, in Lothlorien.
3: Okay, Lothlorien, right? Did I get no. that right. Uh, Are you talking about the the Gal- Galadriel Rivendell? Kingdom?
6: Rivendell, didn't he? Yeah, he, gr- he grew up in
3: Rivendell. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, Aragorn doesn't want that power. Uh, Bilbo of course, gives Frodo his old sword, Sting, which glows when the orcs are close. except for most of the battles when they just didn't have the budget to make that thing glow uh, <laughs> the entire time. But it's okay. We get we get the good moments. Uh, of course, I prefer Sting, uh, which is the name of the sword from when he was in The Police, uh, because we mm-hmm. love the song Roxanne, and well, that's an inevitable. obvious joke. Inevitable. It was going to be a <laughs> uh, bilbo also gives him some uh, mithril armor but when the boy pulls it uh, uh, pulls open his shirt to put the armor on he sees the ring and, and bilbo just goes full blown golem on him and this effect not great but scared the shit out of me because i forgot it's it was coming. terrifying <laughs> but it's basically like i think people that do like First generation After Effects tutorials on YouTube could make this look better. <laughs> to Andrew Kramer, bad. yeah, <laughs> this exactly. Does look like that. What's Andrew up, Kramer? everyone? I'm Andrew Kramer from VideoCopilot.net, and here's how you make people's eyes bigger in After Effects. And 5. it was
1: also like, uh, it was also half molding. Um, like uh, th- there was a lot of um practical, practical effects in there as well. Yeah, it wasn't just all CG.
3: Andy, can you look at the camera and give me your best Bilbo Golluming out? Okay, so he's there, and he's like, he's like. Oh,
4: my
1: ring.
3: You know, he's very like, uh, yeah. He's oh. like uh, yeah. And he's scared.
1: Did you yeah. get scared? That was really
3: good. Well, you have to look in the camera because you're still looking over to the 15 feet away from here. There it is. Well, right
1: like there. I'm looking at Bill. I'm looking at photo's ring right here. Like this is my. like. I want shit. you to look.
3: At, I want you to stare into my soul. Oh, yeah. right
6: that did it. Hang on. Did it. What I <laughs> hold this for you, Andy. Oh, oh my
1: my
4: ring. Andy, you got to look the other <laughs> way. You got to look the other way. No, no. But I want to. No, no. The other way. At least it's <laughs> to your right. Yeah, there it is. All right.
6: Yeah, maybe I don't want Andy to have it.
3: No, at <laughs> least, at
6: least,
3: at least no, nice. don't touch it. Elise. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Of course, he golems out and gets control of himself. Then we go back outside, and Elrond gives everyone uh, a pretty good pep talk as they embark on the journey over to Mount Doom, uh, which is a lot like the first time I went to Magic Mountain a lot of walking, <laughs> and I threw up. Uh, farewell, <laughs> hold your purpose. Maybe the blessing of the elves and man and the free folk go with you uh i think i typed that wrong i don't think he said maybe i think he definitely wanted the, from the <laughs> and man and free folk to go with you maybe and he says, maybe <laughs> maybe he says the fellowship awaits the ring bearer uh photo takes point as they exit the gates and we have this great i think a great touching moment here where he gets he's very strong at first and he walks out in front of them and then he whispers to gandalf uh
4: oh, mordor gandalf is it left or right
3: and gandalf whispers back left as if to say, I'm not going to leave your side until I fall into a pit of death. Dude, which, which uh,
4: echoes the whole uh, like I don't know where to go. Like I, I'll I'll take this mission on, but I don't know where to where. Yeah,
3: the path it's is scary. Yeah. It's scary. Super scary. Uh, Aragorn shoots Arwen one last super horny look as he leaves, and we are off. And to me, I'd be like this: Just go, guys. I'll catch up. I'll catch up. I got hang out. Yeah, <laughs> <on for 34 laughs> seconds. Because this look they give each other is. Yeah, Andy, it's palpable. Uh, it is, yeah. They head west of the Misty Mountains for forty days to the Gap of Rohan, after which the road turns in uh, east to Moria. Uh, that's the plan right now. Of course, I skipped a part where they start walking toward the mountains, uh, and the main theme plays. And I got to be honest with you guys, I have never liked this main theme, and it's still true to this day. I think it's what? slow. I think it's lame, and I think it, it's not triumph, nearly triumphant enough to back up the rest of the score, which I think works so fittingly. Hold that on, is my what, that's what, what I'm saying. Theme are you talking about. <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: it's just so. Well, when you slow. do it the way you do it, Nick, it sounds awful. <laughs>
3: that's I'm a trumpet player, Andy. Are you a trumpet player? Because that's that's how trumpet players play. So, Trump but but kind of what trumpet.
1: I loved about this is like this uh, they a lot of this was in the extended and not in the theatrical, but when they lead up to it, there's sort of this, this crescendoing score that eventually leads into the hero shot of them walking uh, in clearly in front of CG. Um, Well, it's like a real background, but they are, they're green screened or whatever. But uh, uh, like the lead into that was all added. Um, Like there's a really cool, it was the first time I heard it. It, It's, it's similar to in mission impossible fallout when they changed Mm. the mission impossible theme and it's like, so good.
2: You know,
3: what I mean? like, this is oh, sort yeah. of that I moment, know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So good, that. dude. Uh, of course, that's a minor criticism. The rest of the score is freaking amazing to me. I digress. Gimli wants to pass through the minds of Moria, but Gandalf ain't all about that jazz. Boromir and the Hobbits wrestle and giggle into Legolas spot. <laughs> it literally giggle. He's like, Ew! which I guess would be fun because you're essentially wrestling with two Pomeranians. So,
6: moment for Boromir. That's yeah, what I was meant to be. Great moment. Like, yeah, they're, I like uh, That's an uh, like I
4: get it. He's teaching him how to sword fight, but it does. It's a weird look, you know. This full it grown is. man. No, no, like don't
0: judge. Well, don't. Throw, but like they're they're all all then, then,
4: they like turn on him and like for whatever reason
1: they get all well, upset he, and take well, him down. He hits his hand uh, on accident. He it hits, was an accident, you know. Yeah, but then Pippin like jokingly kick. they just far around. No, Pippin,
4: just... like like they took him down. and They're like, let's got him.
3: Nah, uh, that's cute. Of course. It's that's the extended,
0: all- extended edition.
3: <laughs> it's all fun and games until Legolas spots a uh, a giant, uh, uh, I guess, group of uh, super crows coming toward them. They hide as uh, he says the Creebane uh, from Dunland pass overhead. Which I'm like, I don't. Is that a place in Ireland? I don't know where that is. Uh, their passage to the south is being watched. These, of course, are just uh, some more minion of Sauron who are out scouting out for them. Bunch of uh, they must, birds, you know. I uh, know. So they cannot. They can no longer take the pass uh, of Carachardras, mm-hmm. which is. There's so many excuse. fucking words in these movies. God bless <laughs> subtitles. They now must take the pass of Carhar Hardhart. Caradhras, which is way more snowy and cold, uh, of course, up there. And this was a cool point that they didn't do um, in the books. If you guys, I don't know if you and maybe the it's been like 20 years since I read these books, but maybe the person what is the keeper of facts or whatever can. Correct the me but I remember there was a moment in the books where they where Tolkien describes everyone waiting for the snow. And then I believe Frodo looks up and sees Legolas and he's sort of just walking lightly on the top of the snow. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't like dip into it, which they never, they didn't get into here for obvious reasons. Because people were like, "What? What is he, Jesus? What's going on here?" But I just thought that was cool that the, the elves just have all these extra little powers that yeah. humans and hobbits don't have. Being so uh, pretty, yeah. Pretty elves, do, elves
1: don't weigh as much as humans. Uh, yeah, there's, they hint to that a, a lot more in future films and even like the the Hobbit or whatever. But they are definitely a lot lighter than humans.
0: That's cool in another uh, GM medium sized dog. What are you thinking? Moment. She was like, "I my ears are like that." And I'm like, "Your ears are not like that." And she's like, "No, oh, she they are." What? She's like, looking at Liv Tyler." Like, "No, my ears are like that." I'm like, no. "Oh
4: my Wait, god." Now I
6: have to look at a picture of Gia's ears. They're Tim, can you
4: send me a picture like of Gia's that. ears so I can pull them you up. You go get
3: Gia and just bring her into this real oh, quick. Oh yeah, so this is a really smart way to handle it. We can build building a grill. Oh, really? Oh,
4: interesting. It's a lot harder, by the way to do that than you think.
1: A cool little extra part about this about this mountain scene is that a Bill the pony is. Uh, they were really worried about having Bill the whole time because they couldn't fly him everywhere. So Sorry, that wait, it, hold on,
0: I, I must have missed a
3: part of this. What are you saying? The snowy mountain. Yeah, Bill. The, Bill Just the pony. There's a scene when they come to the Gate of Moria where he goes we got to let Bill go and really I was sad. like what the fuck is Bill? Yeah. Where did so, Bill from? Yeah, Why worried. is he in this movie? He was not so, in any of the other shots of this movie I swear So to God.
1: Bill the pony is in this snowy scene like that <laughs> you could yeah. see them pulling him like amongst the snow or whatever but it's actually two people in a horse costume because that they mean, didn't want to they would they didn't want to take him everywhere that was like really scary or whatever. That's hilarious.
3: <laughs> that's weird as <laughs> ice. Uh, so but so it's Frodo, also a lot of was-
1: miniatures a lot of miniatures are in this shot.
3: Hmm. Uh, up in the snow, Frodo falls into the snow and that pesky ring falls off of him, only to be picked up by the one and only Boromir, and he says he looks at it and immediately becomes entranced. It is a strange fate that we should suffer so much fear and doubt over so small a thing. Such a little thing. God, what a great Such line, a little thing! Dude. And Aragorn says, yo, give it back, dog. And they get down, and this is—I love this moment because I, I didn't uh, pick up on this the first time. But when Aragorn goes, huh, it's uh, not a big deal. hey, It's cool. I'm going to give it back over." It cuts over, and there's a quick little shot of him taking his hand off of his sword because yeah. he was about ready to fucking hack him down. Like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. not—he didn't even give him he a chance. Like, like, he was already yeah, like, yeah, oh, not, like, "I don't trust this guy." You, know, you come close to putting that ring on, and I'm taking your head off, bro. A cool
1: <laughs> part cool. of the uh, uh, of the director's commentary was that when, when he's holding up the ring and looking at it there that they used a ring that was six inches big. Yeah, it was. So that it looked bigger. Like, they didn't have to worry about the camera and the angle they were filming it from. So it was like a giant-ass oh, ring. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So cool. They're yeah, cool. using a lot of big
6: that.
4: rings in, in
3: these yeah, movies. Yeah.
6: It's so many different sizes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the six inch would fit me fine, Nick. Just like uh, you could have I mean, just let I, it go
0: at Timmy and he says six inches, and Nick just kind of smiles and just like <laughs> counting down. Is it fucking
4: He's like, coming? "When can I slide in and make this trip? Yeah. <laughs> We'll
3: start spinning, guys? Listen, <sighs> if the shoe fits, put it on your penis." Uh, the crows, <laughs> <Jesus>
4: Christ!
3: <laughs> the crows fly back to I believe Isengard. Isengard is that where they fly back to? Where's the where's the factory? That's in Isengard, right?
6: Saruman, so, yeah, Isengard. To
3: report back to Saruman, who figures out which route they're going to take and he's like oh, I know where you guys are at the, uh, uh, if the mountains defeat you you will risk a more dangerous road and because he so knows about
6: he, the mines too he does yeah. he
3: knows there's, there's, there's uh, trouble waiting in the depths of the mines for them so he calls up a blizzard dream and shadow so sick uh, which strikes, and Legolas hears what he describes. He says, there is a fell voice on the air. Uh, Saru, Saruman chants and brings down the mountain on them. Uh, Gandalf chants back in Cinderian, which is a cool-sounding language. If you watch the... Uh, one of the cool things about... Well, I, I urge you guys to watch this with subtitles because it shows you all the languages they're speaking, which yeah. makes it a lot. I'm like, oh, there's, he speaks like 40 languages in this. So, oh, so,
6: so, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Andy.
1: I was going to say this. So they're not necessarily... He's not... Saruman isn't casting a spell to be like Blizzard on or anything like that. He's, 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 he's awakening the mountain and the mountain's like getting pissed off and then Saruman is putting the mountain back to sleep. So it's like... Uh, that that's you what they're Gandalf saying
3: is, the mountain back to sleep what
1: yeah because like yeah. The, the the mountain has a spirit in it inside of it
3: now you're just now you're just splitting hairs here and get, keeper of facts if you're watching this if you scream out into the air for a mountain to wake up you're casting a fucking spell okay that's a spell that's being cast and if I scream out for the mountain to go back to sleepy time that's a spell that's being cast nick has got, got a point that is just how it is okay to what it's you were saying about
6: languages Nick Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody watched the reunion that happened last weekend between the cast. I saw a bit of it. I still haven't. Oh man, it's excellent. Um, And so many of the cast can still recite the the language blocks that they like. Liv Tyler recites her like a bunch of Elvish.
3: Oh that's um,
6: because it kind of got burnt into their brains like learning a new language. That's
3: so awesome. Yeah. Um of course oh, over no. on the tower Saruman chants back sorry so Gandalf chants in Sindarian and and Sar- Saruman chants back in Quenya uh and Tim it's official we got a chant off they just start chanting back forth. <laughs> Saruman starts pumping and locking gandalf <laughs> like, <laughs> on my head and then...
1: like they're they're rap battling <laughs>
2: <laughs> I um, love
0: I love that we all watch the same movie but like that's how Nick saw it.
3: Like that,
2: <laughs> that reminded. We got Nick a chant off.
3: off. <laughs> got a chant off. Uh, it all comes back to Zoolander, guys. Saruman, of course, brings down a shelf of ice on them, but uh, everything gets stayed. They argue <laughs> about their next step until Gimli tells him that their only real option is to head to the mines of Moria, where people like to barbecue. Uh, of course, Gandalf's like, "Dude, there's something wicked down there. Has awoken, and it was awoken by the elves uh, in the darkness of Khazad Dûm. Shadow and flame is what he says. Oh, so That's bad. all." He refers. But it's to,
6: like all shadowing. over Gimli's head he's like whatever Yeah.
3: Gimli I've decided is the idiot of the group I'll Kinda. just say that
6: well Mary and Pippin yeah, yeah, Pipp-
3: but- well Mary and Pippin are
2: the
4: useless idiots Gimli is like yeah. really good at fighting right yeah but he also
6: Narrow is
2: world
3: completely oblivious and I will say this toward the end of this movie and guys I think we should vote for MVP at the end of this I'm going to give it to Legolas because that motherfucker for sure. wrecks people with arrows
0: he's also just beautiful and like he's had an okay, easy like, life, so let's, let's have an mvp at. of every episode that's a okay. good okay. idea okay And us think the of the theme song for later the, the
6: thing i don't like false drama created just to have you know drama and plot and i will say if gandalf knew what was up in the mines, it does frustrate me that he wouldn't be more vocal well this that's what it. i'm saying what, what I was think, the alternative if you were
4: freezing to death up top
6: they were
3: I, I think, I, that, does, and this is why I think it's important, they hinted at the fact that Gandalf knew it and knew what was going to happen if he went down there.
6: He does say, what? I wouldn't go in those mines, but he doesn't explicitly just explain but, to everyone. But I, I also I
3: think that, like, they, they, they
4: don't show it well in the movie, but it's three days that they're down in the mines, and it isn't until the very, very, very end that Pippin drops some shit and, like, gets everyone's attention, right?
3: Well, the mines are huge. It's the size no, of no the, I
4: know, it's but I'm saying state. we only see them go into the mine. Get yeah. lost a little bit, and then they're about to get out when Pippin drops the yeah. thing, and, yeah. and all the well, you
3: you also see all the dead carcasses of all the dwarves that were there before, so you right. know something bad happened.
4: No, ab- yeah, watch. absolutely. But I'm saying they almost made it out.
3: Yeah, they were true. so yeah.
4: close. Yeah.
1: I Uh, I think a lot of that, a lot of uh, Frodo's decision also goes into the fact that uh, they had sort of a setup line from Boromir where they are on the mountain and he's like, we're going to lose the hobbits. The hobbits are going to die up here. here. And I think that sort of influenced uh, Frodo a lot as well. I think that line was put in there very purposely to to convince Frodo the other way, you know.
3: Yeah. Well, of course, uh, Gandalf gives Frodo the decision. He says, we want to let the ring bearer decide. So Frodo chooses the mines and the look on Gandalf's face says it all in this. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, I would have rather fought some crows and some snow. But let's go to the mind as they approach the entrance to the mines. Gandalf tells uh, him to uh, Frodo to trust himself, his own strength for as the power of the ring grows. So, too, does the threat from outside and he fears inside the group. And then they look at Boromir and they're like, we're talking about oh, you. we talking you, about Carter. you, bitch. <laughs> we know. Okay, we know you're about to you betray James Bond and pretend like you're dead and then come back for a fight with a cool scar on your face. And there's a helicopter scene where you have to eject. Tell James he what's
4: He always up. dies.
3: <laughs> he always does. He always dies. He's like <laughs> he's like the James Marsden of movies. So I guess James Marsden is he's got a the James face. Marsden of movies. Yeah, uh, that's the hedgehog. They hit the walls of Moria, but guess what? Dwarf doors are invisible when closed. Uh, Gandalf finds the entrance, which is illuminated by moonlight, and reads the thing above that says, The doors of Dorian, lord of Moria, speak friends and enter. Uh, And even... A three-year-old could figure out this code, but apparently Gandalf is too old, and he's like, I speak every language, and I'll just start whispering stuff. I got this, guys. Don't worry. And everyone's like, yeah, right, buddy. And then three hours later, he's like, I don't got this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> the and then fucking Frodo,
0: oh, it's a riddle. I love riddles.
3: Yeah. yeah. What? What?
0: Two I, think riddle,
3: man. I think the fact that he had that
1: Gandalf just missed that simple comma, because Gandalf read it as speak, friend, but it was
6: just "speaks, friend. Speak, friend, friend.
4: yeah. <laughs> I feel like also it's a really easy riddle. Uh, but he's right about the comma. Well, it's an elvish yeah, too,
6: which I wouldn't expect for the dwarven mines. That's true. You know? I
0: will uh, say if all of us were at this door, I don't think we would get it. We'd be uh, out there. We'd, we'd end up dying unless we had Cool Greg. <laughs> cool Greg would he'd get it. He'd know the rules. I Cunningham feel would.
4: like the reason why it's an elvish door is is like it's you buy elvish doors when you want to have like a, a hidden door, like you know, like you like, you, you buy um, oh sure you know dwarf like weapons. Yeah, like an yeah, RPG. Sure. Yeah, like You're going yeah. to different districts to get different stuff. Like, yeah, do you, I don't you think want they had home to call security? Around?
3: Do you think they had to call around to a bunch of elvish contractors to see who had that sure. Yeah, rate? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah,
4: and I mean, one dude expensive. was like, I can just put a door in there. It won't go invisible.
3: Yeah, and you then know, Kevin like, had, had to fire, fire him. No. Yeah, yeah, Kevin fired him and got a better door. guy. fun of me for firing We're not. We're proud of you. You think Andy and I could fire anyone? Fuck no. come on, guys. Of course, Mary throws a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <Does laughs> i Sam uh, wants to bring his on. pony with him into the mines, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did this thing come from? I haven't seen it for two and a half hours." But I guess Bill's been with him the whole time. Good he's for me. Been uh, there the whole time. <laughs> I, I, did they you didn't guys do a know a pony? In this? Did you see the pony before? Yeah, it, it certainly I, it seemed. It, but you didn't see Nick any I'm moments
4: where they get like emotionally attached, which is weird for them to have the moment where they're like, "All right, oh, we're gonna have to let him go." And it's like, "Well, what do you care?" What do you know, like, just, so, the thing that
0: bothers me the most, guys, is, is that it's like, from? okay, we have Frodo, and then we have, you know, Boromir, and then we have Aragorn, and oh, here's Bill the pony. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but here's yeah. here's my question for you guys, like this, and I'm not even being facetious, where did they get this pony from?
0: The elves?
3: Uh, um, did the elves give it to him? Because Sam has this, like, one moment with him where he's like, I, I, can't, I hate to let him go, and I'm like, is this your lifelong friend? Like, did you raise this pony from birth? And if so, <laughs> Where was the pony when you were running through the cornfield when Mary and Pippen were like, they got hey, him in Brie. Yeah, what's,
2: what's that? this chat?
1: They got him in Brie,
2: but Bree they also like,
4: show him geez. in
1: several shots when they are walking out of Rivendell. Like, but they, they don't
4: know. show any shots where he's like fucking petting the pony and be like, this guy's my best friend. Well, okay, I don't so, ever want to so. leave him.
3: So also, yeah, the only, only why not write it through this now? They mentioned there's no in, scene like in Clerks too. They mentioned. Thank mention you. The Thank you. We get Kelly. a whole
4: movie where it builds a relationship, and when they're in prison, all of a sudden you're like, that makes sense. Thanks, so. Andy. You I'm go.
0: sorry to cut you off.
1: Anyway, they mention in the director's commentary that they only added this in there so that people wouldn't go,
3: "What happened to fucking Bill? Nobody <laughs> only,
4: is there any lines other than that where they introduce Bill, where they say Bill.
3: I'm telling you this, Bill the Pony ruined the whole trilogy for me. I'll just move
6: on. <laughs> on. Isn't uh, Tom Bombadil's horse named like Fatty Lumpkin or something like that? Like right. it's a very I, probably has a lot of character to the name and then there's fucking Bill. Bill, <laughs> Bill the <Pony.
2: laughs> I it's like that. Like, I kinda what? like
3: that though. I like when when people have like cute dogs and they name them like totally innocuous like human names, like Bob or Phil. <laughs> I digress. Uh let's see. Mary <laughs> throws you some rocks. Throw Cecil lake in there or or Thomas, just to be nice. What's that?
4: I said, you couldn't throw uh, Thomas in there to just uh, one time not just rip on me?
3: I wasn't ripping on you.
4: No, I know what I'm saying. Like, you could... could... Like You could have just been like, really oh, not, Thomas is a great this is name. It's not
3: about you. This is about the ring. Okay, It's a bigger story than you are right now. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Mary throws some rocks in the lake because he can't sit still for five seconds without having to do something that brings total ruination upon this whole group. And then he he awakens the fucking Kraken that's sitting over there in the Black Lake. Um, and then Frodo figures that out. Oh, wait a minute. This is a riddle. What's the elvish word for friend? And then Gandalf goes melon. And he's like, no, that can't
2: be it. <laughs> <not> <laughs> that's stupid
3: fuck. And he's like, try cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> Great joke, Nick. Great joke. You're a comedian, dude.
1: Stand-up comedian right here.
3: <laughs> 200,000 views on that stand-up special, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the doors open and Gimli starts flexing hard on his mom's hospitality. He's like, yo, dude, we're at my mom's house right now. She's got tools. She's got Gatorade. She's got all this stuff. We're going to show you guys a good time. And then, of course, he looks down and realizes that his entire uh, group of people is dead. They're all dead. And they are rotting away at his feet, and it he gets It seems like they've been dead for a while, like a long. And he time. goes, "This." And someone says, "This is no mind; it's a tomb." And then they go, "Goblins!" And you go, "Are they here?" No, they're three days away, as Kevin so astutely pointed out. Uh, then Frodo is attacked by the octopus in the lake, and everyone starts hacking at the thing. Uh, it chases them into the mine, bringing down the entire entrance around them. So now they are trapped; they have no choice. They must face the long dark of Moria. Be Try on your guard. The,
1: the CG, like it's pretty decent for. It's not bad. As old of a movie as it is, yeah. and this is one of those scenes that uh, Peter Jackson said that he really fought for because the production uh, or, or the the um, studio didn't really, they were like, hey, man, we don't really want this. This is a lot of money. Like, And he really, really fought for it. He's like, I feel like we needed a break uh, from the downtime and sort of you know, have this big uh, action-packed monster movie
3: moment. Yeah. You, well, they could have pasted it a little better by cutting out the 15 minutes of Sam saying bye to Bill the Pony, who I've never seen before in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you think they uh, <laughs>
3: took a, any piece
4: of the Kraken to like, eat later?
3: That'd be good. It'd be smart. A little sushi. Right? Yeah. A little calamari. Fry yeah, that bad, bad boy up oh, over, yeah, that, over that well that uh, Pippin fell in or whatever. Andy, yeah. um, well, I mean, or you Andy. leave it
6: for Bill so Bill can eat.
3: Right. Yeah. Or, or totally that thing eats Bill. Meat? Because Bill the <laughs> Pony ain't
0: run away from that thing. Bill the Pony yeah. is going to be the. Uh, James Bond car of Lord. Oh, yeah. oh
4: my god! <laughs> he still talks Nick, about that car. At least car.
0: Nick just got so obsessed with the fucking car in uh James the Bond. Aston how Martin. The That's
4: continuity Martin. of
3: Aston Martin didn't make the Continuity sense. and the reality they of the world. They explain so it in hardly, the next movie. we're so hard to build in Casino Royale. So Nick, we couldn't,
1: build a Nick couldn't fathom that a super top secret futuristic agency could make a futuristic car.
3: It wasn't a futuristic <laughs> car. They put in 1960s technology in this. It doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Hey guys, spend three hundred thousand dollars to put some fucking 1940s flamethrowers that don't even work in here. My favorite. I got a fucking three hundred thousand dollar Aston Martin DB11 that's sitting here that can turn invisible and it has an ejector seat that jacks me it's off. Like, no, please take my fucking classic car that doesn't ride for shit and put it a bunch of big fat buttons, obvious buttons. they so My obvious, favorite
1: you know. comment. My favorite yeah, comment was honest. like Nick, a fucking Jiffy loop didn't work on this. It's, like. <laughs> <laughs>
6: It's like how they had to, like, invert everything for Austin Powers to make him feel comfortable in contemporary times. Exactly. You know? I
3: exactly.
6: no Austin, Austin Powers interview like like that. <laughs> It's exactly like that. That is not a good comparison. To, to the detail.
3: I digress. Be on your guard, everyone. There are older and fouler things than orcs in the deep places of the world. Now, when Gandalf says stuff like that, I would be like... Let's stop for a second. What are you talking okay. about? Are oh, you talking Kevin, right. you about a fire Kevin demon?
6: James, you, you know Kevin James's YouTube channel? Have you seen oh, any yeah, of, it's uh, so the, good. Like the boom holder. He should make one where it's like Gandalf saying that and then him being like, "What are you, what are you talking yeah. about?" <laughs> <laughs> what is the shadow?
3: <laughs> what do we do? What, what is the shadow and flame you keep yeah. saying? Is it a cool like 80s hip hop group? What <laughs> Should we Should we never go? El- I mean you
6: <laughs> are right Nick, he never elaborates.
3: No, I'm like I'm like you're this this stuff that you're saying. Not helping my anxiety level going into yeah. what is arguably the, the, like the darkest place on the planet right now. But yeah. I digress. Uh, let's see. They start their four day journey to the other side, and Gandalf gives everyone a little history lesson. The wealth of Moria was in mithril, uh, uh, which is the which is the material that uh, Bilbo's armor that he gave to Frodo is made out of. Uh, and then they hit it, in, and now he's like, "It's not in jewels. It's not in this. It's not in that. It's in this. It's in this cool." Uh, metal that they have. Uh, they climb a set of stairs. The hobbits have trouble getting up, uh, which kind of makes you wonder who designed this staircase because the dwarves aren't that much taller than the hobbits. So why would they make a staircase that they have to climb with both their feet and their hands? Oh, Tim, Nick, dude, that question you come goes in here you. brilliant
4: hmm. again, breaking down this horrible movie. I'm they literally,
3: pop they literally like this. Oh god, I gotta climb, and then they don't show Gimli, of course, because if you had to show Gimli, he'd be like, "God damn it, I gotta do the same." Thing. I'm so sorry, guys. Someone well, talks about that this. I, that's I why, do they're so feel that's I, why they're so strong. That's why they're so strong. I do feel like they're the constantly dwarfs, doing dips upstairs. I,
4: I feel like the dwarves have a lot of pride, and I could see them doing that. I could see them building some shit that's not for them and being like, what? We have regular yeah, stairs.
0: This
3: is easy. to remind
0: you guys of anyone?
3: No, no one off the top of my head. No, like, no one off the top of my head. No, 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 hmm. no. One, whatever. Circus? do something incorrectly and then pretend like it was his choice the entire time and then brute force it on everyone else and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who never do that. Never do. That. I
2: don't anyway,
3: do you think Kevin? Do you think they actually they went with the cheapest contractor on these stairs and he was like, guys, I built them perfect and they're like they're five times the size they're supposed to be. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you, 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 you lose. You
4: you use less material, right? if you, yeah, if for you sure. have three steps that's a lot more cement that's so yeah that's much, so much cement. It's less budget water. yeah, yeah less more chipping uh, uh, at the rocks
3: they hit an impasse of three doors where gandalf doesn't recognize and as they sit and ponder frodo spots Gollum, who has escaped the dungeons of barador escaped or was set loose, uh, Gandalf astutely says. Now the ring has drawn him here. He will never be rid of his need for it. We get a little bit of Schmeagol's life story. It was a sad one. He hates and loves the ring as he does himself. Uh, it's a pity Bilbo didn't kill him, says Frodo. And then this is where Gandalf again prophesies. says, do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet. The pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of men. I just um, love was, that line. I think that line is right so there.
1: great, dude. Like do yeah. not uh I love the uh uh some that live some that deserve life die and some that and most that die deserve life or whatever like that. Right. Like I just think it's so fucking well written very mm-hmm. cool. And
0: it, again it's cool this- the the thing that surprised me is um like being a super noob to lord of the rings like i thought the golem was all over these fucking movies like especially the first one like i thought that he was like in it hanging out with frodo like i thought there was a lot of shit going on oh and just like wait. seeing him this yeah. he's scary as hell like yeah. i love that like we only get glimpses of him and every time we do it's like like this little shit's following us and like it's scarier where like i've always thought of him as a joke but that's probably because of nick if i'm being honest but there's like a-
4: that's, yeah. that's 100% right it's because it's very his, impressive yeah. how
0: they, they make this little guy in his presence scary but like not something they need to deal with right now which like almost makes it worse because yeah. like they have bigger things to deal with but like he's there and they know it and it's cool I'm,
1: I'm I, really like I, I just want to read the, this, that line really quick I just it's many that live deserve death and some that die deserve life can you give it to them Frodo do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment even the very wise cannot see all ends it's like god damn uh. dude
3: That's what I love about it, right? That's what, like, Gandalf has this weird sense of, like, he doesn't know what's going to happen per se, like, verbatim, but he can feel what's going to happen if you go, if you go in either of these directions. And, like, I love that about, I love that there's stuff that even in this world remains unexplained. Like, it's, it's just the magic of Middle-earth and the magic of this whole story. I think it's really cool. Um... Unlike the theme, of course, we can all agree, which is terrible. Well, no, uh, we can agree. no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> and Frodo said, "Wishes this wasn't happening to him." He's like, "I wish this all wasn't happening." And he goes, "That is not for us to decide. All we have to decide is what we do. Uh, excuse me, with what what to do with all of this. Basically, we we don't have a choice. We just have to figure out what to do next." Uh, Gandalf then, of course, gets a whiff of which passage to head down, and they're off. Of course, you get. I I, I don't know if you guys got the feeling here that he was like. We're just going to take a break, and I know exactly which way to go. But I want Frodo, Frodo to come to like this realization. But I did. Um, I,
4: I thought in this moment he was just sitting there, like this is when he's like cross-legged, sitting meditating, almost right.
3: Yeah, but he has. But Ian McKellen does that great, wonderful thing where he's like, "Oh, it's this way." And well, you're like, "Did you know that the whole time? Well, is, Are we is, waiting isn't here there, just isn't to see?" Like, a really cool prompt, line
1: right? where he just said he smelled?
4: Well, he yeah, says that he yeah, gets a he whip sm- of, yeah, like, he, smells he smells says this better. one smells
3: less foul this yeah, way, yeah. so it must be the way out. But, like, um, I, I
4: thought he was just, I, I assumed that was, like, five hours of him sitting there trying to be like, uh, one way might kill us.
3: Guys, like, I got this door. Five hours later, <laughs> yeah. brute force hacking it. He's like, I don't got this door. I need some help. <laughs> uh, Before we find then- out
0: if he gets the door, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that this episode is brought to you by me undies. That's right. I'm wearing them right now. They're very soft. That micromodal fabric, Kevin, it's treating me well. Are you being treated well right now?
4: Oh yeah. You know, I'm wearing them. I got my little- What designs little you got? Sushi ones.
0: Ooh, I got pizza. Oh. Doesn't go good together, but apart. Oh, the, the, the blue pizza, pizza ones. Thing. Yeah, the blue pizza. I have
1: those too. I need to do laundry. I, I'm yeah. wearing my awful old boxers.
0: Well, Andy. Do I have the deal for you? Here's the thing. With a membership from MeUndies, and man, is this membership handy. Imagine this. Every month, the softest, coziest undies magically appear at your door. As your undie collection grows, your laundry time lessens. So there you go. It's everything. Oh, he, he's gone. He's gone. He ran away to get to get some undies, But um, I'm sure he'll listen back to this later so he can learn that his laundry time will lessen. His micromodal fabrics across his nether regions will only... Uh, you know, become greater. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys right now. For any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off in free shipping. Uh, You got to give this super softness a try, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first order, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash morning. That's meundies.com slash morning. One more time. MeUndies.com slash morning for 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Back to the blood.
3: Behold the great realm of the dwarf city of Dwarodwalf. Did I, I that? wish, that, that, they, I I wish that, that they would like color
0: code the subtitles yeah, a I little bit too. You like, I feel me... like it could help a little way. Give me like shades of blue for these guys and like shades of red for those guys. You know what it, like, it, right. it,
3: it needs an app. There just needs to be an app that runs on your phone <laughs> the entire time that kind of tells you what the hell's going on and where they are and who's whom. Uh, but of course, not a lot, not a lot of natural light coming in here, Elise. Am I right? It, which makes me think there's no way as a claustrophobic human being, I could go through any of this. Um, no, you dude, could, I think, the think you have... are so tall. That's true it's yeah, true I, but like i think you've got man. the
6: heart to do you it think i, got, I you think, think you I be it in the fellowship. fellowship. i think okay. everyone on this this call could be in the fellowship
3: i think that's maybe Even not Kevin. a compliment considering <laughs> that the fellowship <laughs> I disbands by uh andy uh, uh, nothing that we were just nice.
6: talking about something secret with the four of us oh
1: okay keep it secret <laughs>
3: keep it safe gimli uh cries over balan Lord, they they come across uh, this this room where there's a coffin or a giant sarcophagus rather uh, and Gimli cries over Balin, Lord of Moria. Uh, Moria has fallen. Uh, they must have barricaded themselves in. As a shadow moved in the darkness, we cannot get out. They're coming. Um, reads Gandalf. As he's uh, – apparently someone was like, we are screwed, so I need to take up a pen and paper yeah. and start writing down what's happening as these things are breaking through the door. I, I mean, because I, it's not enough to know that there's holes in the door and arrows in the body. <laughs> like, we got to figure out – someone's got to know that someone came in here and killed all of but, us. But,
4: like, there, there's someone whose who's job is that, right? The, like, the what Game of Thrones had the, the dude that, like, had no allegiance to whoever held the – they only – Whoever was recorded, yeah, exactly. Oh, like
3: the Watchers in uh, in uh, DC. They're it's almost like awful. a
1: medic. It's almost like a medic in the field. Like, like
3: your role is to sort of yeah,
4: just write everything down so if someone yeah. finds them later, they know. I respect
3: that. I respect yeah. that. Uh, of course, then Pippin's dumbass drops a suit of armor down a well, and at first everyone's like, "It's fine, nobody heard that." And then, off in the distance, a drum starts to beat which is the most ominous sound you could possibly hear. Especially in a place where
4: like, oh. after the passage that they read about like the non-stop drumming. And you're like, Oh, that's a yeah. random thing. And then you hear the drumming. Oh, what a cool setup. Yeah. So. I just,
1: I just think they set up uh, like the danger so well. And I think that's what this movie does. So incredible to me is that like you feel the stakes, you feel how scary this must be so when, when all that shit jump drops in and he's, you know and he's full of a took and he's all pissed off at him and throw yourself in there, whatever. And then you hear the dun, 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 like, oh my god, it's just like, oh, like they're in for it right now, they're fucked. I love um,
3: of course. The last sign of their impending doom is that uh, Frodo takes out Sting and that thing is glowing. Uh, and then of course, a second later, the, the orcs are on them, but not just the orcs, Kevin. What do they bring with them? Uh, is it a troll, a cave troll, troll. A cave a troll, troll. Right? yeah, a yeah. giant wait, cave wait, troll, the guy from Harry Potter One. Exactly. They he got recast. It's good to see him get work. Bad yeah. to see Andy Circus get more work. Um, they
1: they, uh, they talk about how uh, these goblins are different because they are are inside caves or whatever so they made them have like big bulbous eyes that have evolved over time so they could see in the dark and shit like that and they're they don't look like the other orcs and goblins they're a little more like slimy and more like subterranean creatures and shit love so that. that's mm.
2: cool
3: i also love how they move they kind of crawl up the walls and up the pillars and stuff it's like that, that like that's aliens. freaky especially when that's they're really coming really down
6: freaky. and you're oh, looking man. up into this abyss yeah when it's just the the big big wide shots of just the fellowship running and everyone's scrambling around them. It's so good.
3: So freaking good. Uh, Of course, Legolas pops a couple caps in that troll's ass, uh, but then it like whips Boromir around and all hell breaks loose as everyone's fighting. Uh, Of course, undeterred, the troll goes straight for Frodo and almost gets him until Aragorn jumps in its way and stabs it with a spear. But even that can't take this thing down as the troll takes the spear out of its own ribcage and stabs Frodo with it. Uh, And we get a lot of really, really, really bad slow motion reactions uh, until Merry and Pippin jump on the troll's back and Legolas steps the fuck up and shoots that thing right through the mouth. Mouth, which you're like again no. uh, this is why i'm voting for him i mean i think we can just vote right now is legolas mvp <laughs> of this episode raise your hand if you think he is of this episode i'm okay. an asshole okay i'll uh, put my hand down um, <laughs> of course everyone thinks again this is the only there's a few things in this movie stylistically that i wish they had not done the post-effect slow motion should never be done in films if you why did didn't- they do it I don't, like, don't know. this
0: is one of those things that like it didn't look good in
3: the 80s like why are they doing no, it in 2001? They, I think the slow motion obviously gives you a nice dramatic beat and it's a great piece of visual storytelling. But when you do it there's two ways to do it for you people. You film that to shit appreciate. at a high frame
1: rate. <laughs> you come out at a
3: high frame rate and play it back at 24 frames which means that every frame gets played, you know, and it's it ends up being slower or you put a speed effect on it in Premiere and hope to god that no one notices and everyone always notices. And this was back in like 2000 where I don't even think the the frame blending was that good. Man, it just to me, it just represents you know what it reminds me of Skinamax, softcore porn, like red shoe diaries. When someone's walking down the street and they're like, This needs to be sultrier, so let's duplicate the frames and make it choppy as shit. And then David Duchovny's out there just reading the diaries, and you're like, Wow, you used to be in X Files. Why are you <laughs> doing this? So, something um, that so. I think is
0: really weird about it is that Peter Jackson Sorry, would go leads. on to like oh, no, push I, I, the. Push the boundaries of like frame rate stuff, and like you know, for better or worse, people have their thoughts on it. But it's weird that he would then. What was it?
3: 140 It was forty. It was just forty. Forty-eight frames for a Hobbit. 48, 40, yeah, forty-eight, right? yeah. 48 yeah. for Hobbit. And it's just like what? Like, well, the no, guy wants no, no, it Tim, smoother. He was
0: embarrassed. You got to keep. Like, in I got to overcompensate.
1: You got to keep in mind. This is the same guy who put GoPro footage in the Hobbit movies. <laughs> Yeah, where like it's everything's filled with like incredible red cameras, and they cut to like a GoPro selfie cam of them in the barrels. Like, it's it, again, I'm talking again. This is Vince Gilligan, like 99 perfect, one percent really awful well, that's, choices. That's,
6: that's okay. okay. We, we all forget it, all right. this is the man that made the Frighteners, and I'm a Frighteners stand.
1: Great, don't get me wrong. Great movie, but uh,
3: Michael J.
6: Is best.
1: Yeah, sometimes oh, bad boy. choices are made. It's all good, man. Uh, you- Peter Jackson also mentioned he he thought the the cave troll was just, like, a good guy that got uh, sort of wrapped up in the wrong group. (laughs) And he he, he, he was like, yeah, I I was like, Cole (laughs) Greg.
2: Yeah, he was like, like, Cole Greg and (laughs) He said,
1: I always looked at the cave trolls, like, not this evil, malicious thing, but, like, he's just just running in with the big bat because he's like, oh, everybody else around me is doing this. I got to do the same thing. And he goes, and I like to imagine that his mom – is waiting for him to come home, and he never came home. I was oh, like, oh my so God! Man, Jesus.
3: <laughs> uh, also, is like it supposed that. to be a kid?
1: Uh, oh, he said, man. "Just like, a, like he's just a, a young just a creature, neither yeah. good nor bad." Well, well yeah. is his uh, mom well,
3: waiting? A... Actually, I'm gonna look at this. The uh, Kev, While I read, can you do me a favor and look up what did they use to film this? What did they? Because I remember thinking maybe they actually did shoot this on the original Reds, which might have been one of the reasons why i don't know if they could have done slow motion i think back then you needed like a phantom camera like reds now can do 120 frames but i think i, th- I feel like he shot digitally for this but i could be wrong kevin if you could look that up that'd be great um I'm on his, his, yeah, thank hope. you sir uh, of course fredo should be dead but as everyone huddles around him it's revealed that he has mithril uh kevlar armor that billboard gave him did the job at everyone and then Gimli's like shit you know that thing's worth like millions of dollars literally right? like your whole city yeah, your whole city because uh there's a moment where it's an Arya. shot on
4: an Aria as far as I can tell. Oh, it's an Aria, okay.
3: Yeah. Um, the uh there's a moment where I think a piece of trivia was talking about how Gandalf had given Bilbo some rings made of mithril that he never told him how much they were worth, because if he did, he could have been able to buy like basically the entire Shire or something oh, like that. Know, they I, were so was it they were not so the day. shirt
4: that was made of mithril rings? It, it might have been that, yeah, yeah but whatever whatever the chain the, mail.
3: Yeah, this stuff is, like, super, super, they, super uh, Yeah, cool. they
1: said that uh, when they when they actually made that effect, that, like, it's tiny, tiny little uh, actual chain, like, uh, much smaller than what you see, like, in uh, cool. like Game of Thrones use or whatever, and it took, like, three weeks to make or some shit So like wait, that. So yeah. is
0: not real? No. No. Okay. What do you mean? It's not a real. Thought throw, I thought it was just no. chain. I When I saw this, I was like, oh, chainmail's pretty dope. Yeah. Well, great. I mean, okay. chainmail well, no, chain no, works in a similar today. way, but chainmail oh, chain would out. break.
1: No, also, mithril's it, mithril's I'm just like this this super fake, expensive, powerful magic metal.
3: Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's 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 basically. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, um, also, I feel like I read another piece of uh, trivia saying that in order to get the thing to glow, they just brought Liv Tyler closer to it, and then it was glowed. That's pretty yeah. funny, Nick. That's cool, pretty funny.
4: It's uh, a good joke. I I was watching this video on uh, special or like practical effects in movies, and it was like maybe a twenty minute video on chainmail. Because it is really, really difficult to make chainmail. And yeah. for Lord of the Rings, uh, Weta actually made a ton of real chainmail for all this shit. Um, so
3: it's just Weta wild. Weta the real MVP, I'd say. Yeah. If, if Weta, I had to run around on that shit, I'd be like, yeah. can you make me the fake chainmail? Can well, I just get the plastic chainmail? When mail? you see
6: uh, the orcs, like, or, the, or maybe it's Uruk-hai, like making forging weapons. The weapons, yeah. It, those are actual like the actual prop masters and blacksmiths that they just like put them wow. in costumes and film That's them cool.
4: in, in the last <laughs> couple of years they've developed a much cheaper and lighter way to make chain mail
3: though yeah that kind of man it's a yeah, foam yeah. like laser cut thing it's really cool oh. Uh, makes more sense although it'd be fun to make all that channel i think after after the first three you'd be like i'm done i don't want to do this shit anymore yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah. anyway uh with more orcs coming they run fast toward the bridge uh surrounded they huddle back to back and wait for the inevitable but the action is cut short as a low deep growl from the distance makes all of the goblins disappear and i know what you're wondering yourself this is the point at which i would have turned around and been like. Is this the, she, the, the the flame and shadow thing you were talking about, Gandalf? Yeah. And also, <laughs> but again, what it's is it? has been three that's days since
1: he said that.
3: that, that. I, that's three the You
1: remember, though. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Over over those three days, I'd have been like, "So the flame and shadow thing? What's what's going
4: on, <laughs> on with that?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Let's, let's get some more backstory there. But they they don't have anyone that's like scared in the group. You know, they're all too oh, brave no. to be asking yeah, smart questions. They.
3: They cut over to Boromir mm-hmm. and he says, "What is this new devilry?" And he goes, "It's a demon from an ancient world, the Balrog." Yeah. And I'm like, "Wasn't that a Street Fighter Two character?" And everyone's <laughs> like, "Good Nick, you remembered something about video games." <laughs> and <laughs> is Gandalf it says, Japan
0: or America? Are we playing? Which one is this? I is believe this Captain? So or one, it I, it's Captain. So one boxer, M. Tyson
3: and me- Bison Balrog. Um, they
1: mentioned in the in the commentary that uh um he the balrog is similar to gandalf in that they are both my my no i forgot the name oh.
6: it's my isn't it yeah yeah
1: yeah so they're both levels they're both, they're both, of they're both similar like sort of god level status creatures and yeah. beings and stuff and then like that they they made a, they made sure to focus on on uh, legolas's reaction because like the elves are most scared of those of those beings Well, I was like, oh,
3: fuck, (laughs) like shit. This the next thing he says to to everyone is probably I I, I probably should have pulled this line for the very beginning because he turns to everyone and says this foe is beyond any of you run (laughs) like don't even stop. Just get the hell out of here. And then we see the Balrog and everyone's like, yeah, you were right. You were right. Again, maybe a preface that this thing's been fucking wandering around the shadows of Moria. I would not have come, I would have taken snow to this any day. Uh, Gandalf, of course, knows what has to be done. He tells Aragorn to lead them on toward the bridge. Uh, swords are no use here. Go ahead, Kevin.
4: Oh, I was just going to say, this didn't kill everyone. It was the orcs that killed everyone, right? All the dwarves. I think so, because all, yeah. all the That's things they had have the, arrows, arrows and shit arrows, in
3: them, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But presumably this is just the thing that wanders around. And maybe well, I, like to, I, mean, I like to think now is not bad either. They, they,
6: did, they, they did dig too deep as well. Right. Well, they, and they, they like I'm opened the, the door, yeah. I guess.
4: But I guess it wasn't – they must have been able to close it at least partially because it, it doesn't wipe them out, it looks like. I'd
3: like to think that if Kevin was a professional UFC fighter, he'd be Kevin the Balrog Coelho. That, that'd be a dope yeah. name for you sure all right uh they come across a break in some stone staircase and Aragorn starts tossing the little dudes like it's going out of style as arrows start coming at them from the orcs above again Legolas fires back and just starts being like a sniper you know what I mean andy I oh, love you clicking cool. heads just clicking heads and clicking clickin heads and
1: baby yeah they, they yeah. mentioned that this whole sequence was like just two lines like and then they cross the bridge and and that's it but then one guy mentioned like what if uh, when he was drawing the, uh, the the concept art was like, what if the staircase breaks in the middle? And then yeah. Peter Jackson was like, all right, time to create a whole like five minutes action sequence.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> this. this
3: reminds me of two things that movies have always taught me, right? These are the two most fundamental uh, lines that have shaped basically my young, my youth and my, now my adulthood. Number one, Elise, nobody puts baby in a corner. We know this. Okay. And number two, nobody dancing Havana,
6: Havana nights. For oh, anyone. God, no. In I know the one to the prisoner.
3: <laughs> but nobody um, tosses a dwarf is the is the second one, right? I love this line where Gimli's like, I, nobody tosses me. And of course that's gonna be a setup for later in the movie, spoilers. Uh but he jumps himself and almost falls until uh Legolas grabs his beard and pulls him back. Not the beard.
6: Great comedic. moment there,
4: I feel like the the moment that happens immediately after that with um, Aragon and like playing it cool as this thing's breaking and Frodo's just like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, no, no, relax, relax. And just like, he's like, tilt your weight forward. So cool. And that's why I nominate Aragon as the the hero of this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. So cool and collect. Also, for the whole movie, because he is the guy that starts the Fellowship of the Ring, right? He's the first guy to be like,
3: hey, my sword is yours.
4: I will protect I mean, you as long as you have this
3: duty. You want to get technical about it? Gandalf started this whole thing, and maybe no, he no, should. No, but be I'm saying when they're all the most iconic yeah, scene ever. Shit. Oh, oh
4: man, you're making good points. All right, I'll
3: back down. Of course, as the Balrog approaches, it, what Kevin says, they surf it over to them, uh, and, they, and everyone's saved on the staircase. They head toward the bridge as a really, really bad CG fire appears behind everyone, but that doesn't matter because a second later uh, out of the fire materializes the Balrog, and it is really cool looking. Uh, with the team safely over the bridge, Gandalf makes his final stand. Quote, I am a servant of the secret fire. I'm already here. getting goosebumps. Jesus. Wielder of the flame of Anor. Anor Is that how you say Andy? Yeah, Ainur and then the Flame of Udûn. <laughs> like the dark so- fire will not avail you, Flame of Udûn, and the Balrog starts raining down a fiery blow with his massive sword as Gandalf the light from Gandalf's staff repels it and he screams go back to the shadow and then upping the ante the Balrog pulls out a whip and Gandalf's like yo where would you get that I, that was not
2: we were yeah. not Yeah, like, wonderful.
3: And then, of course, Gandalf realizes what has to be done. He drives his staff into the stone of the bridge and decrees, you shall not pass. The impact of the power from his staff splits the bridge into two, uh, plunging the Balrog back into the shadows. Uh, with one final effort, the demon, of course, whips his whip uh, and it finds Gandalf's foot dragging him down with it. Gandalf manages to hang on to the ledge for one split second as he looks up at his team, uh, knowing his fate is sealed. He issues one more command to his fellowship, fly, you fools. And with that, his grip fails, and he and the Balrog fall into the darkness below. And I'd be like this, I quit.
1: <laughs> like,
3: we don't um, have Gandalf,
1: we have Man, nothing. dude, my we nipples are so hard screwed. right now, dude. Goosebumps. Even yeah, in that man.
6: moment, no one puts the ring on. For, for Gandalf, Gandalf, who that's the gravity of the situation here and the threat of using that ring. For Gandalf, everyone loves not putting the ring on. Would you put the ring on for Gandalf, Tim Probably. Geddes? I would have done
0: it off. I definitely right. would have. That, that fire guy was scary. And once yeah. you pull out the whip, I'm like, So you know, just ring. to
4: be clear, you wouldn't have put it on for Gandalf. You would have put it out to put become on, invisible and run away. I'm running.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing if I was invisible, I'd be able to just chill there i don't need to even run i don't yeah, like running
4: that's true hey uh, th- uh there's some buzzing on my side i'm sorry there there's some yeah, paint we downstairs I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> we know <laughs> uh let's see through the remain uh the remaining fellowship escapes uh out into uh the the light through a storm of arrows uh, on, once on the outside Aragorn orders the crestfallen hobbits to march on toward the woods of La uh photo of course, is hit hardest by all of this. He sheds a tear for his fallen friend. Uh, when they reach the forest, they're spotted by Galadriel's elves, who deny them passage through their forest because of the great evil they bring with them. Also, potentially because they don't know what's going on, because all of them are on Queludes. Why are these elves so weird, Andy? Wait, Why wait, are they weird?
4: real quick before we answer that question? I also want to just give two seconds of attention to the moment that happens immediately the after they get out oh. of the caves, where um, the, uh, they, they start kind of start crying. And, and Boromir, Boromir is like, Boromir. no, well, Argonne is like, hey, we got to go. And Boromir is like, just Kevin, let them. What,
0: what's his name?
4: I don't know, man. I keep flipping around. Aragorn. 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 Aragorn.
3: Ah, it's it, close it's a great scene. I mean, shows me showing again the leadership of yeah. Aragorn where he's like, we don't have time to die. Stop we're going but, to die we need yeah. to get that forest line before these things catch up to him but, boromir, uh, but they, well,
2: they
1: did mention that there is a a cut of it where they actually follow them out of out of that passage and then the elves save them um but uh but i i think that line is really important just to show to give boromir more of uh you know i guess more compassion affection and more compassion so that yeah. When that turn happens, it's even
3: more impactful. Well, don't, don't forget four days ago, he was giggling and rolling around with these little dudes. Like there's You're nothing right. wrong with the world.
6: Right. Oh, it also gives us, you know, when Frodo starts walking away and then it gives us the like the Frodo turn. the like. When he does that. Oh, yeah. You nailed it,
3: at yeah. I bet Andy could great. do
6: that really well, too.
3: Andy, let me see it. The Frodo turn. Little Frodo. Andy, stop laughing. You can't I need laugh.
1: blue eyes. I need blue. I need big blue <laughs> eyes. But uh, they they also mentioned that uh, um, Legolas's reaction, which I think is kind of corny. I don't love, but it's him sort of being like, oh, shit, people can die because he's just not used to seeing uh, elves don't die. They are immortal unless they're like killed or whatever. But he's. Him seeing that death is sort of like, oh shit, I've never really experienced this before. But
2: do
6: you think and that's it's also kind of
1: overacted?
6: <laughs> you think that's him thinking of Gandalf as one of the Mayar, 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 whatever? Like, because Gandalf is sort of this, like, not demigod, but like this. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's like, definitely up there. He's like an status, angel, you know? right? Angel, like, yeah, even he, he, he can die. And also, fun fact this is, they filmed all this without Ian McKellen ever filming a scene. So that this re- these reactions. Ian McKellen didn't report to set until like two months later or something like that. So all of this, they had never even met Ian McKellen for this movie yet. He wasn't a part of it. So Mm -hmm. they were like, it was tough because we had to react to a character dying that we just didn't really (laughs) know or anything like that. You
3: know, they nailed it. And I think I love this look, too. I like the look that Fredo has a couple moments of Fredo. Excuse me. Frodo has a couple (laughs) moments. (laughs) He's afraid of that. <laughs> My brother, uh, has a couple of moments here where he looks back and has, and you get that, that, that good performance from Elijah Wood, where is he, is he mourning for Gandalf or is he starting to realize what needs to be done? Right. And I, and, and that there's, there's no real clear delineation, but you start to see that he's thinking, wow, this is all of these people are sacrificing themselves for me to do this thing. And at a certain point, like he has that, that, the tipping point where he's like, I need to go at this alone. And I think that this is—it's so wonderful that they give him these one these these little moments just to kind of show like where his emotional state is at. Uh, as the, As Aragorn starts arguing with Haldir, who is the most quailuted out of all of the elves in the wood in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, Boromir takes a moment to console Fredo, Frodo, <laughs> Jesus Christ, by telling him, "quote Gandalf's death was not in vain, nor would he have you give up hope." Uh, Aragorn's argument must have worked because uh, the elves bring them off to Caras gal the heart of elvendom on earth and i gotta tell you right here man if you thought elrond's house was cool man elrond's <laughs> house tim is like when you buy your first condo and it's like a little tiny studio one bedroom and then your boy that went into finance shows you his house and you're like oh fuck i should not have been a major because the galadriel uh, galadriel's house is her kingdom is dope and, and this and out,
1: everybody like, here is just on ecstasy.
3: Like everybody they are on like, Molly and yeah. Oh, yeah. There's all all this like,
6: stigma around that these forest elves. Everyone's like, oh, these forest elves seem like they're okay. Yeah. They're not
3: they're okay. Hey, they got the good Molly. Uh let's see. Uh uh the fellowship is brought before Celeborn and Galadriel, who ask <laughs> where – is uh is it I get those right?
6: No, can I can I just um, do you guys know that Galadriel like, has a husband in this?
3: Yeah,
1: like, I, I oh. didn't know that until this movie. Like, because the oh, okay. I don't the theatrical didn't really show this man at all, I don't think.
6: Oh, uh, I just I just love because, like, I feel like no one realizes that. I but, like, realize Cele- that, no. Celeborn is just like, so he's such an afterthought.
3: Yeah, he's so, I, absolutely. Yeah. He's also played by the actor that I swear to god is the bad guy in every B movie starring either Vin <laughs> Diesel or uh about vampires like he's a bad guy in something and I can't remember what and it's bugging me. Chat, let me know if you if oh, you, wa- you know the movie I'm thinking of.
1: Wasted Bandwidth says he was like in two shots in theatrical. I just don't remember. He's so forgettable to me. Yeah. He's very forgettable.
3: He's oh, of course, of course he Galadriel is basically the leader of this. Like He seems to be the king, but she's like, I wore the pants and all the rings of power in this relationship. Um, she asks where Gandalf went, uh, but when the team tells her that he never made it out of the needless trip to Moria, Galadriel tells him that no one knows how Gandalf works. Maybe he had a good reason for letting them go in there. Wink, wink, Gandalf the Grey. Remember that term, Tim, Gandalf the Grey. I will. Write it down. At Gandalf the Grey, write it down. Gandalf the Grey. Okay, great. Uh, the Fellowship is brought before Celeborn and, uh, oh, excuse me. But Ga- uh, Galadriel is kind of creepy and can talk with her brain, which is all, always very mm-hmm. scary to me. Because, uh, guys, what is my biggest fear in life? Talking Thinking with brain. People can hear what's happening in my brain. That is yeah, terrifying. For good reason. <laughs> for very good reason. Uh, that night, the elves sing for Gandalf uh, to mourn for him as the Fellowship uh uh, makes some eulogies for Gandalf the Grey, the Grey Wizard. Uh, Aragorn wants Boromir to take some rest, but he will find no rest here. Gladriel told him in his head that even now, there is still hope, but Boromir can't see it. She's like, there's still hope for you. And he's like, I can't see it. And it's because, guess what, Boromir? <laughs> You're not what she's talking about, buddy. Aragorn is. Uh, Boromir wants to see the glory of Gondor restored, the White Tower of e- Echelon. Thank you. Like what a cool cool word, dude. You're gonna have to put these words in my mouth, Andy. I'm gonna mouth at you say it. Andy, I'm gonna mouth (laughs) it you say it. Ready? One, two, three. Ecthelion. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, glimmering in the morning light, and that sounds dope as shit. Uh, let's do some Molly and watch the sun come up is what all these elves are thinking right now. They bond, quote, one day we'll go there together and the Tower Guards will take up the call. The Lords of Gondor have returned. But we all know that before this movie is out, 007, 006 will be dead as doornails. Uh, later that night, Frodo follows Galadriel to a small fountain. Uh, the water from which he uses to fill a little bassinet that turns into a mirror, and she asks him to look into it. Uh, the mirror shows many things, and Frodo's like, "What's what am I? Why don't people just tell me what's happening? Why do <laughs> yeah. I have to experience these things for myself?" It's terrifying. I'm so scared. <laughs> of course, when Frodo looks into the mirror, he sees uh, everything he loves: the Shire, Sam, Burning. second breakfasts, all that stuff, just all on fire. Uh, Hobbits from putting chains in an old rusty mill that looks like it's full of tetanus. Uh, then the eye we see the eye of Sauron. Sauron and it spots the ring and pulls Frodo toward it uh, until Gladriel tells him that everything he saw will come to pass if he fails. This, and this like, whole
0: thing to me is corny as fuck, but it reminds me that like. This fucking book was written so long ago that it's only corny because everything has done it since then. Like yeah. this is the origin story of the like you get the vision of all the darkness and like oh look what could be and it's just like once I realized that I'm like you know what Lord of the Rings pretty fucking dope.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you have you have this mirror in Harry Potter and I forget what the the thing was called. Kevin, you, you know, Yeah, the mirror. No, not the mirror. Mirror said it was the. Uh, I was thinking the um the Pensieve when they take the oh, things out. Oh yeah, you know, so it's the, the memories get to experience oh. memories i feel like that was a that was taken a lot from this scene uh from jk Rowling. not saying she ripped it off i think she evolved it and made it better is what i'm saying is a harry potter's better story no. than he's
4: 100 um,
3: not at all not at all
4: yeah, i think we can more more all me. agree with that no need My to God, talk about
3: right it more right now. Okay. uh frodo tells galadriel that uh he's she was like uh, i'm sorry uh, one more piece she says uh not only that but the One Ring, the ring, the, that ring is gonna destroy the entire fellowship. And he's like, "Fuck, you're right. I know this." And then he say, he tells her, he's like, "Look, if you ask for this thing, I'll give it to you." And we get what I think is a great scene where oh, she just amazing. massively freaks out on him and becomes dude, a monster.
4: He's such a little bitch, being like, "Hey, man, if you if you want it, just just ask. I'll give it to yeah. you." Yeah, I, I mean, care. yeah, like, dude, you got to assume that he
1: just wants that weight off of him, dude. Like, if, if anybody else could take this, please do it. You know, I, I'm down. I'm down to just go back and to the Shire and just chill, you know? <laughs>
6: like, I don't want to be
1: here. <laughs> yeah.
6: I mean, I see where he's coming from. Yo, know, Gandalf just died, man. This yeah. shit got real. I see. Yeah. I can see. And I can see why he would see this elf and how powerful she is and think, like, she can handle it. You know?
0: But doesn't relating. she seem sketchy as shit?
3: Well, like,
6: she, even you know, before even she went she fucking said, but- crazy, I was like,
0: I don't trust
3: you. You're talking
0: you. to motherfuckers' heads and stuff. and like Yeah, it's, it's weird. Know.
3: Being all R- sneaky R- about R- it, too. And then I, th- I love this moment though, right? Because she freaks out and then she mellows back out and she goes, tests passed. Or, I, passed the test, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. take this thing. And then she goes, I will, she'll remain uh and diminish into the West. Meaning as everything starts to fall away, she will die and go off into the, what is the it called? Dying the, or whatever it is. Um, which is kind of sad, because you're like, wow, you could have taken this thing and basically ruled the world, but you would have been evil. And she doesn't want that for herself or for her kingdom. Uh, Frodo, of course, doesn't want, to, uh, doesn't want to be alone, but Frodo is the ring bearer. To bear a ring of power is to be alone. And Frodo, the, uh, that, it's this moment where Frodo knows must be done, but he's afraid to do it. And Galadriel tells him that even the smallest person can change the future, except Gimli. Who Everyone talks <laughs> shit about behind his back. Uh, so Saruman preps. Are we we get in a scene where Saruman's prepping his Urukai uh, to go on the hunt with some dope ass war paint that I use for my 87 Predator and Predator Hunting Ground. Uh, he tells his lieutenant who is named Lurts, but who I'm going to call Lutz from now on because it sounds <laughs> just like. This is like the bad guy lieutenant name uh, to go <laughs> and get the hobbits and kill the others and bring them back. Uh, the woodland elves give the fellowship uh, as they're about to leave, give them really cool cloaks. This is a weird scene for me. And I have to imagine this was like not how this was planned to go. But they were like, we got to get these guys out of here because we've been in this elven town for so long. So let's show a, a scene where we cross cut them on the river remembering this and Galadriel giving them all sorts of cool presents. Um so she gives Legolas a bow uh and then some daggers to the hobbits and then some elven rope to Sam cuz let's face it he's not a fighter uh and then Gimli asks for nothing except a moment to flirt with her which i can't oh, blame because no, it's Kate he, he went, asked for something
6: He asked for a piece of her hair one single one of piece of her hair, hair and she gives and him Andy, three you must know this Andy the the why the importance of of her giving him three right
2: no because, i don't i don't
6: oh so uh Feanor, who was a an elf, uh, and created the Simmeril. uh, That's a whole thing. We don't have to get into this. All you need to know is that Feanor was a very, very powerful elf, and he went to Gladriel and requested three strands of her hair. And she could see she can see into people's hearts and see their true nature. So she looked, you know, into Feanor's eyes and could see his heart and denied him her hair. And you know he persisted, and yet she denied. So the fact that she gives Gimli he requests he requests one strand, and she gives him three, uh, just speaks volumes into how she looks into his heart his and sees his character. Like he's a
1: good dude, yeah. And that's awesome. and I
6: didn't know that watching the movies. You know, that's something I read after. Question from Nick.
1: Nick, go ahead. What
6: what is
3: what, what, he gonna do with the hair? Is I knew he's gonna. You that know, you verbatim. know what he's gonna do. He's
4: gonna smell it and jerk off. It's, it's from the hair doll. It's fucked up. It, is,
2: and Nick, then,
1: no, you're not allowed any more questions.
0: <laughs> right. uh, yeah. like the, I will say I didn't appreciate that this entire scene um, that they the Peter Jackson stole it from the 1995
2: Power Rangers movie. It's true. Sure, oh, you're it. right. <laughs> <I love laughs> great
1: great, point. Yes! I great point. Great point. Uh, uh, the, uh, of
0: Sam, uh, Sam being like, "Oh, I just get the wire. It's the Black Ranger." Being like, "I'm a frog."
1: Yeah. Power I,
6: Rangers keeps coming up because I'm saying that Saruman's War Machine when he's pumping out his his bird fires, oh, Yeah. yeah just making p- me think of the.
0: Rita's Rita, Rita minions a monster. I, I mean, Lord of them. the Rings ripping them off. I'm telling you.
6: So all, all of this was
1: added in the extended. Uh, none of that was was in the original or whatever in the theatrical. But um, wait, wh-
4: what part wasn't in the theatrical?
1: Like uh, Galadriel giving yeah. them gifts or whatever. Yeah. Really? But it's such a cool. Yeah, correct. But it's such a cool video game moment of like. like oh, this, yeah. the Squad is getting upgraded. You know, dude, the they're game? all
3: leveling yeah, up. Yeah,
6: like,
1: this it's, is
0: fucking. Oh,
1: it's super really awesome. cool.
3: Yeah,
6: Mandalorian yeah. armor upgrade. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Of course, Aragorn, she, when she gets to Aragorn, he's already has the greatest gift of all, which is which we can all agree is love Tyler. Uh, but he wants her. He was like, Liz, I want her to take that ship to Velenor and be with her people. Uh, and she says, well, that's her choice. And you've got your own choice to make. Uh, do you want to be a G or do you want to fall into darkness with the rest of your kin? Uh, that's up to you. Uh, to Frodo, of course, she gives the light of Arendelle. Uh their most beloved star. May it light your way in the darkest places when all light goes out. All other light goes out. Uh, so all are one man
0: transforms the movie 1986. True. Never forget. Uh, and they're kind Elend- of Elendil.
3: Funny. Elendil. Thank you, kabumps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. I'm doing my best here. Okay. No, you all. are. Hey. Oh, no, dude, no, Nick, Nick,
1: Nick. Mouth the word. Mouth the word right now.
3: Ready? One, two, three. Elendil. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> God. As they make their day down the river, way down the river, they're uh, they're chased with yet more really bad slow motion by the Urukai who are scary. Uh, that night, Boromir spots Gollum, who has a, he managed to track them down the river, and we actually get a little props here for Gollum from Aragorn. He was like, "I was hoping we'd le- we'd lose him down the river, but it turns out those turns out. Guess what? Uh, Sméagol was a river guy, so he knows how to swim, and so mm-hmm. he tracked us down here. And it's that really creepy scene where like. It's not subtle at all, Gollum. FYI, where we see the log moving on its own, and then it changes direction and starts coming at him, and then his little head, his little bald head, creeps up. And I have to imagine that's what Tim sees when I creep around doors like this to him. <laughs> I just put the bald head first, and then my creepy ass eyes, and then I go. Oh, my oh, and then I oh when you're there. back
1: at the office and your head peeks over the monitor.
3: Exactly. Ooh, <laughs> nightmare. Nightmare. Uh, Sam checks in on Frodo. He promised Gandalf that he would, but Frodo knows deep down that no one can help him. Not this time. Boromir wants them all to head to Gondor so they can regroup and, and, and with strength. But Aragorn's like, dude, there's no strength left in Gondor. If we go there, they're just going to be dumbasses about this whole thing. Uh, but he's like, maybe you're afraid, but then our Aragorn knows that leading the ring into Gondor will be a big mistake because men are weak and Boromir betrayed 007 and GoldenEye and he is not to be trusted. Do you understand me, everyone? Not to be trusted. They pass through two giant statues that are given the kind of stop in the name of love salute down the river. And someone's like, hey, it's our kings. And I'm like, how did you make those statues? How did you do Those are really cool. So cool.
1: Yeah. So those are miniatures, actually. Um, No, Andy, they were really big.
2: They're (laughs) like, (laughs) they're like,
1: because I always just assume everything's CG, just because I, of, you know, how every movie that's recent is everything is CG. If there's CG, if there's any environments, it's got to be just computers or whatever. But they were like seven... They were seven feet tall miniatures or something like that. It's
4: just, just normal size then.
1: And and then when it flew near his head, when it flew near the dude's head and they had a, a bird's nest in the eye and the birds flew away. And Peter Jackson justified Flies. it as the birds were getting scared of the helicopters that were flying near. Oh. Which is like.
0: Oh, OK. You know what it's I mean? Trying like, to trick you into thinking it's more practical than it actually is. Yeah,
1: yeah, Exactly. Which is a a kind of weird justification, but still. Peter Jackson,
3: again, as at least so astutely pointed out, almost died making these films. So (laughs) you have to imagine at a certain point he was hallucinating. Uh, (laughs) They reach the falls. And so, of course, they have to go ashore. And then somehow they reach a lake later, too. I'm not quite sure how the falls in the lake. Maybe they hiked down into the lake. Who knows? Uh, But Legolas is like, dude, it me lays it all out. Their path is going to be real hard. Something about razor-sharp labyrinths and a highway patrol officers everywhere. I don't know. But there, from here on out, it's not going to be any easier. Legolas, of course, wants to leave now. He says something evil draws near. Uh, but Merry realizes Frodo is missing. Uh, we catch up with him. He's gone to look at the remnants of an old fallen statue where he encounters Boromir, who by now we all know really wants that ring. Uh, Boromir gets super aggressive and tackles Frodo. And, of course, he sees no other choice. So Frodo puts the ring on and turns invisible going into the shadow world. Uh, Boromir comes to his senses, but it's too late. Uh, in the sh- the, sound in the, design, the sound design of the shadow world or whatever the fuck it is <sighs> is cool as shit man yeah. I love how how crazy it is, it and so I feel like windy. it's it's backed up so well with the the visuals of what's going on and what's crazy about it is there's moments in the shadow world that feel like they were filmed in real slow motion, so Peter Jackson, you know how to do you it you know how to clearly. <laughs> Clearly, maybe don't make the big bird statues with real birds flying out of eyes. Maybe just crank up the Phantom Flex next they, time. unless they were cover. not they were not real birds. they weren't real birds. So. They, they, that's exactly. the whole point. The of helicopter, the story. Exactly. <laughs> no, the, helicopter <laughs> the wasn't
6: helicopters. The helicopters weren't. No, it was <laughs> the <it worked, laughs> just
3: no, just Everyone cam- <laughs> <laughs> really wearing sandals. I don't know. <laughs> you listen uh, so see. little. And again, we get we get a wonderful scene here where Frodo comes face to face with the Eye of Sauron. Again, he's like standing up against it, and it's kind of it's a cool visual storytelling. Uh, Aragorn then finds Frodo, but the Hobbit knows better, and he's like, "What's what you? Why are you freaking out?" And he goes, "Can you protect me? Can you protect me from yourself? Would you destroy it?" He asks him uh, as he's as he's like holding the ring out, and Aragorn, thinking long and hard, is like, "Fuck, I wouldn't," and he closes. Frodo's hand around the ring wing, and he's like I can't take this. Uh, he goes I would have gone to the end. He, I would have gone with you to the end. The fires of Mordor and uh, to which Frodo responds I know. Look after the others especially Sam. So he, good. You ah. will not understand.
2: It's
1: so um, good but also this that's the moment where Aragorn is like "I maybe maybe we do got a chance us men us men and women us humans because like, yeah, he's, he, he's able trouble. to see like oh shit I can kind of resist this power Yeah, you know, maybe we do have a fighting chance,
0: of course, at that moment, a a controversial opinion here. And I know I'm going to get shit for this. I just I don't like Frodo and I don't know what it is about Frodo that I'm not vibing with. But there's something where I know he's here's just this innocent little dude thrust into this crazy situation. There's a bunch of action heroes around him. He's just the little dude that needs to get the things done. Right. And he's had all his character moments and he has all this stuff. We get to this and I'm just like, I don't believe that you're going to survive by yourself. I don't believe this. And him like this whole moment. It makes sense. But there's just something about looking at this little bitch's face that I'm like, I don't know about you, Elijah Wood. I don't know. Nick Scarpino.
3: Tim, do you think it's because you're six foot one and you hate people who are shorter than you? That's why one day Andy, me, and Kevin will uprise against you. Just to be clear, he is
0: six (laughs) feet tall, not six feet
1: one.
3: Thank you. I do want. I do, yeah, wa- I do want somebody
1: to Photoshop uh, Tim as Boromir and me, Nick and Kevin as hobbits, Please. kind of giggling Please. and fighting with. Him. And can,
3: <laughs> can, you, uh, can I can I throw one out there too? Can we put Elise in the background as Legolas? Thank you. Okay, that's go okay. really
6: good. We're, We're walking good. on the snow.
3: Perfect. <laughs> Just walking. There's no snow in the sea at all. Just no snow Elise is back there walking. Would you, you say no. Legalese? Oh Legolese.
1: wow! That's, that's wow! Amazing. Wow!
3: That is amazing. This is why they have more subscribers than us, Tim. Because (laughs) because of gold like that. Gold like that. I'm sorry, Mithril like that. Uh, Of course, before they get a chance to really say their goodbyes, Sting starts glowing blue uh, as orcs approach and Aragorn tells Frodo to run. When he turns around, he sees upwards of a thousand orcs right behind him. Uh, And I'm like, wow, these things are stealthy. Uh, And he goes, instead of running away, what does he do, Andy? He fucking salutes them. And then just wades right into Let's the horde. fight.
1: Let's fucking and fight. It's-
3: Bring it on. On bro. Uh, of course Lutz screams to the horde to find the halflings as the rest of the fellowship join in into the fight. Uh Mary and Pippin spot Frodo and call him over, but he refuses. He has to leave. And they're like, and Pippin's like, What's he doing? And Mary's like, Shit, he's gotta he's leaving. Uh as orcs approach, Merry and Pippin run a diversion so Frodo can't escape. Uh surrounded uh the what do they call them, halflings are screwed yeah. until 006 gets off his ass and joins the fight. They oh. also
1: they also added that from the cause the, the book didn't have really a farewell to Merry and Pippin, like Frodo didn't tell them bye, and they were like, we just kind of felt like it was the right thing to do for him to tell Mary and Pippin goodbye. It just felt like that's a fair correct thing to have him.
3: I like that. That's nice. Um, Oh, also Legolas comes in and just starts f- just, there's a, this is the best scene in the whole movie for me for Legolas. There's a moment where there's like 15 people coming at him and he's just drawing the bow headshot, headshot, that's headshot, cool headshot, headshot, not like no sweat, maybe thinking about what he's going to do later maybe starbucks is still open i'll go by and get a venti you know what i'm talking about and yeah. just headshot headshot of course heads.
1: i do so, like that uh that it's just a static shot there's no yeah, there's no like, movement they just chose to have a still yeah. shot of him doing that and i like even the one detail of him like obviously just headshot headshot and there's, there's one of them where he kind of like leads a bit and then shoots like it's just so he's so cool dude it's,
3: it's like so when cool. i watch you play apex or call of duty man that's why yeah. I last night i tried to download it and it said that the file size was too large and i'm like i don't understand i have oh. 100 gigs left and apparently it's a known thing i'll have to it's talk to you about later it's such a big file yeah why it's is it so big? A, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't re-download redownload uh, GTA 5. Anyway, yeah. uh, summoning... One, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Horn of Gondor sounds, and we get a really cool overhead wire cam shot uh, of the action as if we're kind of going through the forest. Uh, outnumbered Boromir and the Hobbits retreat. Lutz spots them and shoots a very large arrow into Boromir's heart but he fights on until another one puts him down on his knees, summoning one last burst of courage. He gets up to his feet and hacks two more orcs down before a third arrow from Lutz uh, shoots right into him uh, and it stays his sword for good. Mary and Pippin, of course, try their best to fight off the rest of the horde, but are taken with ease as Lutz shoots uh, arrows at, oh, excuse me, aims an arrow right I yeah, go for Sorry,
6: it. Sorry, can I just say that moment when when Mary and Pippin realize what's happened—that Boromir, their little wrestle, their wrestle buddy's been downed and then that look on that 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 shock and dismay on their faces, and then switch, and their immediate reaction is, "Fuck these it. guys, we're going, we're yeah. fighting back." And I mean, obviously, they have no recourse here because they're they're so little. But like, that's the heart. That's the heart of the fellowship in these characters. Yeah. And I so lo- love, I love, I it. love the
3: way this scene's choreographed too, because uh. the whole the horde kind of grabs the halflings and following orders instead of screwing around. They're like, we got the two of them. This clearly is as many as there are. Let's just bang, bang out. And the only person left behind, of course, is Lertz, who takes his oh. arrow out and just oh. point blank draw so
6: it scary. it's such a scary shot yeah.
3: head and I'd be like hey, I don't totally, like I don't want that that close to my head it's
6: good?
1: also the sound design is so good of the of the bow being drawn and how like like it just sounds so yeah. violent you know it's, it's oh, so good
3: awesome. uh, of course a split second before he can let it loose, Aragorn tackles him to the ground and they get it on until Aragorn's like I'm gonna cut your arm off oh that didn't do it now I'm gonna cut your head off son um we we would always make jokes
1: at least we would always make jokes my friends and i back home that when lertz does that that it's like stone cold when he's like looking at somebody (laughs) doing the the, the double
6: fingers (laughs) that was lertz giving him the stunner yeah yeah
3: (laughs) uh of course uh aragorn goes to boromir's uh aid or to a side oh yeah
1: wait
6: hold on
3: on. wasted bandwidth the knife throw deflection
6: we gotta talk about that
3: yeah real life
1: like they threw a knife at aragorn he fucking (laughs) (laughs) out of it
6: it it was supposed to they were supposed to throw it like to the side of him or whatever past him but their aim missed and they threw it right at him and vigo mortensen just straight up like, timed it and hit it away. <laughs> that <laughs> is so the saddest thing
3: anyone's ever done. So that fucking is awesome. sick.
1: Yeah, I just, like, all of this is just so good, man. It's awesome.
3: Uh, Boromir confesses to Aragorn, of course, that he tried to take the ring from Frodo and asks for forgiveness, but Aragorn tells him that he fought bravely and has kept his honor. And as Boromir dies, Aragorn swears he will not let the White city fall he will not fail their people and he places boromir so i love this moment he places his sword in his hand and like puts it on his chest as boromir dies he says i would have followed you my brother my captain my king and with that boromir passes um and andy let's see put it on the polls boromir best death ever question mark
1: it's up there bro pretty much up there there.
3: we all knew it was gonna happen
0: though because we can't have two sword dudes yeah. I mean, the moment they no, introduced him, no. it, it was like my sword and my axe and my bow. It's like my this guy. My sword this guy. was <laughs> supposed
4: to be the weakness of men, and uh, what's his face is the strength of men. You know that contrast.
0: Yeah.
2: And you can't so you
4: good. can't go in a fight with the weakness. You got to get rid of that shit. So good. Very man.
3: true. Very true. Uh, we catch up with Frodo who is now standing at the edge of a lake. and He gets in a little boat and starts waiting out there uh, as the words of Gandalf echo in his brain. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. And he summons the courage and makes his choice, placing the ring in his pocket he takes off on one of the boats uh, of course, moments later, Sam hits the shoreline and calls after Fredo, uh, to which Fredo says, go back, Sam. Oh, no. I'm going-
0: <laughs> hey, Fredo, oh, no. what's, what's up, bro? Fredo?
3: I'm so sorry. <laughs> calls hey, the, chat, the chat is telling me that I'm an asshole,
0: and I will fully admit when I am an asshole, because they're saying he's the shield, and he did have a dope-ass fucking shield. So there you go. I'll give you all credit. You're right. I'm wrong. Wait, what? That's cool as hell. Boromir had that dope shield. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so I'm attributing this sword world to him that he didn't even want to take on. He's the shield guy. Good That's for true. you, more, Nobody That's wants funny. to nobody You don't see him use the shield term. much, you know? You don't. You don't.
3: Maybe once. Maybe uh, he might have lived. Good way to stop
4: arrows. Shield.
3: So Frodo screams back at Sam says, "Go back, Sam. I'm going to Mordor alone." And Sam responds, "Of course you are, and I'm coming with you." And I love that. I love that line. Uh, Sam wades out into the water despite not being able to swim and sinks to the bottom of the lake like a sack of rocks with no oh, other look, or
6: potatoes. Or oh, that's a good
3: point. <laughs> more um, carrots, maybe. as we saw. Um, well, no, it's
2: a reference, what, but go on,
6: please. Was it a potatoes
3: <laughs> reference? I don't, I don't remember that Potatoes,
2: I sure.
4: boil them, mash them, stick them in a They soup eat potatoes, London. they're really into it. <laughs>
6: anyway.
3: Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey. Let's see. With no other choice, of course, Fredo is like. Fredo. Frodo! <laughs> that's right. <All> right. <laughs> Now it's stuck in my brain. I <laughs> never
0: know if he's fucking with us or no, no,
3: definitely not. But if I call him Frodo from now on, it's definitely a choice. Uh, Frodo, of course, seeing no other options, takes all of his clothes off, Tim. And he, you're right. He dives, just dives into the water. Because as we saw in the way this was filmed, Sam is sitting on the bottom of the lake looking up. And a hand comes down to grab him. And he, reaches, he grabs it. And then it's a cut and... Frodo hasn't left the boat he's in he the boat and he's a little dude remember the these are little dudes so it's like,
2: like <laughs> it's i just weird. don't
0: understand this like why even put him in the water to begin with like yeah
1: it's it's, it's like it's, it's literally
0: like
3: i would die for you i'm gonna fucking prove it
1: it's fake conflict. yeah I know, it's, I know. it's really silly looking
3: it's dumb. But anyway, uh, when he gets into the boat, Sam tells him, "I made, listen, I made a promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee, and, and I don't mean to. Uh, and then they hug, and Frodo gives in. He says, dude, this dude is serious. Maybe, maybe I should let him come with me, because let's be honest, maybe he has some of that uh, yummy, elvish pita bread left, if you know what I'm talking about, Andy. Didn't that stuff look pretty good? The lembas bread? Wh- exactly.
4: <laughs> You're just being on the surface, right? There's no... There's no, no, there's
3: no, there's no, there's no pita bread. I mean, the pita bread would have been, it would have been soaked in the water, anyways. Probably useless by now. No, they have no, Lumbus no. It was bread. wrapped yeah, in yeah. the leaves. They fun. definitely have yeah. lemba bread yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh As they go, they reach the end of the shore, Uh the rest of the fellowship catches up with them. Legolas wants to go after Frodo and Sam, but Aragorn stops him. Uh And Gimli uh, is is like shit. I wonder if all of this has been in vain. But Aragorn tells him that they have to go. He's like, we still got to go after Merry and Pippin's lame asses because we got to have something else to do for the next two movies. We travel light. Let's let us hunt some orcs. Please. Oh man. Uh and that Sam
1: fucking line. Like that gets me so pumped up. Let it let's hunt some orc. And then Gimli's like,
0: yeah,
1: like <laughs> it is so
3: fucking sick, dude. And then Gimli in the back of Gimli's mind he's like, God, I hope we don't get any more like to any more human-sized stairs because they're so hard to climb. <laughs> yeah. They're just so hard to climb. Uh over on the other side of the world, Sam and Frodo spot the border to Mordor, I assume. Uh, Frodo doesn't suppose that they'll ever see the Fellowship again, but Sam's like, yo, uh, maybe let's be a little bit more optimistic than that. We only lost two people die. so far. Two out of nine ain't, ain't bad for a four-hour movie. Um, and as they set off for the next chapter of their journey, Frodo places his hand on Sam's shoulder and tells his old friend that he's glad Sam came with him. The end of the movie and the beginning of 27 minutes of credits. Mm-hmm. which I don't know why there's that much credits. Andy, can that's anyone cool.
2: Tim, said, Tim it? said I told one. you last
0: week. It's cuz the extended editions um were like supported or whatever by the Lord of the Rings fan
3: club. So all oh, numbers, okay. it's kind of like Patreon shoutouts. Got it. Maybe they have more patrons than we do cuz I was like, oh my god, this movie is another 30 yeah, minutes yeah, 100% have more. Like,
1: they, yeah, they probably do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh while I mean, while it. watching the while watching the making of, I just wanted to mention some cool stuff that like uh Christopher Lee uh who apparently re- who read the Lord of the Rings every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would read all the books once a year just because he was that big of a fan. And he was just like hoping and praying that before he died, a Lord of the Rings movie would be made. So he was just like so stoked to be a part of the cast, whatever. And he was always like correcting Peter Jackson on certain lines and certain Elvish tongue yeah. and all this shit. And he did- in the documentary, he's like talking in camera in the different like languages and shit. He's just he's insane. He was insane. Do you
0: think he wanted to be Gandalf though? Yeah, that's what I was
1: gonna
6: ask. he did. And he said that <laughs> um he said that Tolkien had wanted him to be Gandalf. And he in there at the reunion Damn. that just happened uh obviously like um
2: Christopher Lee died yeah
6: he's passed away but Ian McKellen tells the story about their kind of their first meeting and you know Christopher Lee says you know he wanted me to be Gandalf. <laughs> uh, and then he's like that he's like after that you know we were fast friends. Yeah, Um, so awesome. But uh, that
4: that is like being able to come up there and be like, you know, the the guy wanted me to do this, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a really, there's
1: a really funny scene where he's getting super pissed off. Where he's back before he like sends Gandalf to the ceiling of that of his little house or his fucked up castle (laughs) tower. But uh, he's trying to walk up the stairs, and his 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 his, uh coat, his fucking uh, robe keeps getting in the way. He keeps stepping on it, and there's they're like, there's an off camera camera like filming the the shot of them. And he's like, I can't get up the damn stairs. I keep stepping on this thing. And they cut to him and in the in the behind the scenes. He's like, yeah, I kept getting mad because I kept stepping on the robe. And uh, and I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then Peter Jackson said, well, you did it earlier. And he was like, and that put me in my place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck it.
2: God bless. God bless.
1: Them. They're so tricky. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, man. Andy, hit me with a little bit of that haiku in review.
1: Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme.
0: Haiku Haiku in review. review. Haiku Haiku in review. It's so
1: hard to do that when I hear Tim two milliseconds later saying it. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny uh, to write your reviews in haiku form, just like Julian, the gluten-free gamer, did. He closes his hand. I'd go with you to the end. Until next time, friend. Boom. Kebab says Balrog shall not pass. The Fellowship kicks some ass. Sam's poetry sucks.
1: It does, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Daniel Edmund says the ring was too much. It corrupts with just a touch. Aragorn is clutch. Davin C. says no gift could compare to a strand of golden hair. Or three to be fair
1: oh wow that's a good one and finally Nat vu
0: Vu says thought-provoking film you never go ass-to-mouth but sometimes you do
3: Uh, it's good it's
1: really doing a clerks 2
0: reference got
2: it i think (laughs) that's Clerks
0: Two review i just wanted
1: to read it here
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh ragu bagu baby
1: Ragu.
3: Rag- what's up everybody welcome back to rad guys talk bad guys lord of the rings edition um i guess this is the first time we've done this so what what who do we think is the bad guy of the fellowship of the ring
4: i, I feel like in this movie the orcs play like they're the main antagonist that they're constantly chasing everyone away who's the main one captain
0: Lutz. what's
3: Alerts, yeah. Alerts. Well, no, don't forget that we have the first part of this movie, yeah. too, where Sauron, like, imprisoned Gandalf and all that stuff. So, oh, I would right, say he's right. bad guy. But are saying for the, for the, hat is the hat. half. yeah. The Balrog, as well. Balrog, so, Saur- Sauron. But, see, again, I don't think the Balrog was a bad guy. I think, to Tim's point earlier, the trolls, the Balrogs, they're all just hanging out. And people keep coming into their house. And, like, You're we right. don't like you people. Get out of here! This is my house. But I feel like, like the orcs are for
4: sure bad. bad guys. Like they, they are like not being forced to do it. They're just oh, down sure, for the but cause. Like, but
3: I feel like putting the you can't put the orcs down without putting the person who's, who's engaged to them into yeah, battle. but I feel like, like he played a bigger the part Jitari in and not Tom Hiddleston being the bad guy. I, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, but I feel Sar- like we, we had way more army.
4: Tom's. So yeah, I guess it must be Saruman. All right, cool, whatever. I'll say Saruman
3: and Saruman.
0: or whatever the fuck his name is too. Saruman and and the and the bad guys. I
1: mean, they're number one, I guess. There they're is number one. one.
0: There is. <laughs> Your time has come for the new segment that we're just going to call MVP.
1: Oh, oh, this is a new segment. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. A MVP, the, the, spot. the MVP of Lord of the Rings, who's the best, better than the rest? The MVP, okay. the Lord of the Rings, who's the best, Is better MVP. than the rest? There you
3: go. Good job, Andy. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MVP of Lord of the Rings. Who do we want to be the best of this movie? I said Legolas, and then, of course, uh, as Kevin astutely pointed out, we're both wrong. Maybe it should be Gandalf for this, because he did, in fact, give his life for the Fellowship. But, but he, was
1: also, he was always very vague. He could have been more clear about the stuff. <laughs> <He could have laughs> true. knowing there's a
3: giant
4: true. fire demon in the caves will not make anyone more motivated to go through the caves. You know what I mean? That's true, I feel true. like That's he was making point. the smart choice of, like, uh, let's just go, but, like,
1: fucking, nobody make yeah. a sound. Everyone be cool about being you absolutely also, silent. Yeah, you gotta assume he was also like, maybe we just don't see the Barak. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Dude, yeah. they got so, so maybe, close. They got yeah. so close. Yeah. I'll ask for forgiveness later instead of, a, or you know what I mean? That whole apology, forgiveness later sort of thing.
0: Hmm. Hmm. What do you think, Yeah, I, I mean, Legolas is just so fucking cool. Legolas makes me feel like. I'm a ten year old boy watching a movie where I'm like, I want his action figure. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, but I feel right. like that, that there's too much bias there. I don't know that he is the MVP of this movie. Legolas he's, or Gandalf? He's Legolas. Gandalf. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gandalf. They're, they're trying to make me think he is. You know what I mean? They're trying to give him that credit. But I still, I, there's something oh. about. I'm gonna go Aragorn. I'm gonna go in Aragorn. Yeah, I'm Aragorn right, dude. The because. Fucking king. From the moment he's introduced as Strider and all this shit, he's the fucking leader. Like you can tell, and like that's that's super cool. That four and a half hours into a movie, they introduce this character, and I believe he's the leader.
5: Well, they they all introduced
4: right. him way early in that, but like you, I feel like you're making a lot of sense that like from the first moment we see him, he's the dude that comes in and picks up where Gandalf dropped the ball, being captured. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. he, he if he hadn't gotten there, the um the race would have for sure killed everyone, right? Let's take a yeah, vote right stabbing. now.
3: Let's take a vote right now. Who thinks Aragorn is the MVP of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring? Tim Yoss and off. Kevin? Who uh, thinks oh, that oh, Andy! Andy, Andy, Andy where are we at? Come
4: on, Andy, you know it. You feel it. I think you're... Isn't it?
3: Who thinks that Legolas is the MVP of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring? No one votes for Legolas. Who thinks that Gandalf, who sacrificed himself on the bridge and says you shall not pass, is the MVP of Lord of the Rings? I'll, vote, I'll, right I'll vote with I'll
1: vote with the least Nick. Right. You, can you late late vote day. for two?
3: Gandalf. No, <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. vote with Gandalf, so. Gandalf the gray.
0: Yeah, yeah so. I
1: had, Kevin, I had 40% of the vote for Aragorn and 60% for for Gandalf. Okay.
2: There, there it is. All right.
0: It was a close close right. one. Um and then there's no reason yeah, to vote. Oh yeah, one. no fellowship oh, yeah. number one, <laughs> definitely. Um, we will return next week, Tuesday, to close out Kevin Smith's View *Viewers Universe*. Wait, wait, in- wait,
4: real quick. Did you like the first half or the second half more?
0: I honestly I think it's all great. I know. I'm just Consistent. kidding. Yeah. Um, which is surprising. Like, like I said earlier, it's like I feel like there's just so many different arcs that are completed and it's really satisfying. Um, but to continue that next Friday, we are doing Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, part one. Um, that you can find oh. the, the exact numbers That's and like, times of all that stuff in um, the, the post that Joey posted on Twitter and Patreon. Uh, until then, though. Fly, you
4: fools. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait uh, Tim uh, fucking shit. What's up? Well, sorry. We, we have a video from Andrea. Oh, we do. We
0: do. We oh, do. Andrea. Andrea. We're going to leave. And then Andrea Renee has sent in her, her second video. She's going to do this for every episode. So We love
1: you, Andrea. Go you
0: follow What's Good Thank Games. Also, it's John Drake's birthday. Oh, oh happy, happy birthday, John.
2: Birthday.
4: <laughs> Actually, it would probably be a lot easier for me to just pull it up here. So I think I'm going to do that.
1: Do it. Do whatever you need to do, big dog.
4: Hold on.
1: So excited for next week. So excited. Birthday
4: tower. It's been really difficult to watch these. So like
1: split up.
3: Bam. But bam, ultimately, bam. It's the right
1: decision. Because I think so too. It's a lot of movie, yeah. What the? Heck? Yeah, it's a lot of movie. It's it definitely a, whole, a lot of movie. And line. also, we can't be we can't be doing this for four hours every day.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. Here it goes.
5: What's good, it's kind of funny? Andrew Renee here. I am back with another Hobbes Bean Hobbity moment for The Lord of the Rings in review for The Fellowship of the Ring Part 2. So last week we talked about Weathertop, and this week I want to talk about the Mines of Moria. You know where this is going already, don't you? So the Fellowship enters the Mines against all better judgment, and I don't blame them. It's pretty nasty in there. And they make their way into a room called the Chamber of Marzobal. This is where Balin's tomb is. You hear Gimli call out about Balin. But just as a refresher, it's this guy from The Hobbit. Yeah, that guy. He was pretty cool, right? It's all coming back to you now. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. That's the guy who's dead there. Bummer, isn't it? Well, it gets worse because the Fellowship decides that they're going to explore the tomb a little bit and try to figure out what happened to Balin and his comrades. Gandalf is reading the Book of Marzabal, which is basically a giant diary of what happened to Balin and his whole crew. When Peregrine took... Pippin, that fool of a took, has to go and touch the skeleton on the edge of the well and knock it down in there and alert every single orc and Moria that they're there. I remember watching this in the movie theater for the very first time and being furious at Pippin about this moment. I was so mad at him. I was like, why can't you just keep your little grubby paws to yourself? But it kickstarts one of the most cinematic and amazing sequences in the entire film trilogy. And ultimately ends with Gandalf facing off against a Balrog, which is chef's kiss. So awesome. Okay, I'm going to try not to nerd out. But the reason I wanted to pick this for my kind of Hobbits being Hobbits moment is because it's not funny so much as it is infuriating, which I feel like sums up the Venn diagram overlap of Hobbits of incredibly hilarious and incredibly infuriating. I mean, they're also brave and kind and, you know, adventurous and a bunch of other things, too. But we'll get to those in later segments. I hope you guys enjoyed this moment from the Fellowship of the Ring part two. And I'll see you guys next week for my favorite film, The Two Towers.
4: Do, do I end it
2: now? I, I slacked you. But you yes. All right. See you guys right. later.